Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. Well, hello and welcome tonight here on a Tuesday at Ball High School. Happy to be with you here. I'm Chris Simmons, joined by Hallett Zayer on the call for uh, the first of two games this evening. First up is our uh, Lady Hornets taking on the Ball Lady Jacks. Uh, this game doesn't have any uh, district seeding potential because of the fact that Ball's already cinched first place. Our girls are in second. Hallett, though, coming into it, the, our girls are coming in it trying to get that one win against Ball, which was the goal all season long. Yeah, getting this win kind of gives you momentum going to playoffs and you know, this is one of the better teams, you know, in state and die ball. So it'd be a good, you know, showing to show what we can do once we get in playoffs, you know, next week. Absolutely. This team is something we'll talk about. Uh, playing die ball is something that we'll talk about with Coach Hines here in just a minute after we come back from our first break. But overall, we're excited to see what uh, goes down tonight. We've seen our Lady Hornets develop uh, quite a bit throughout the season, really coming together, really playing some, some good yeah. basketball at times whenever they choose to. So tonight's all about the game. We have to execute, and we have to execute every single time. 22 turnovers just won't fit the bill, which is what we had last game against die ball. Yeah. We've got to come out in, in a strong down. fashion. Yeah, we need to cut those down. Uh, you know, limit our turnovers. That's been the key against this die ball team, you know, both games so far this season is, you know, we got to break their press, and that means limiting turnovers. Absolutely, it does. And so we've got a great night of Hudson Hoops coming your way tonight. Girls first, followed by the guys, which will be just an incredibly uh, crazy high-energy game, which we look forward to as well. But before that, we have some awesome girls basketball. Last game before uh, playoffs is coming up. So don't go anywhere. We have a great night headed your way. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on The Nest. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. 
Make the move to First Bank and Trustees Texas Checking Services and Bank with confidence knowing that we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there is no monthly service fee if you open a Simple e checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees Texas, member FDIC. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And joining me now here inside the nest is our Lady Hornets coach, Kirsten Hines. Coach, we, we finally made it through uh, through three rounds of district play, pretty much. This is the last game tonight here at Die Ball. Uh, what, um, what are you all expecting coming into this game? Because this is your last game before uh, playoffs. Are you doing anything different? Are you using this as a setup for your playoffs? How, how, what's y'all's approach coming into tonight? Well, I, I told my kids, um, you know, we're going to go at this game like we did last time. I thought our defensive rotations looked really well. Um, I don't think they were too happy with what the defense that we did play, and it made them work. So we're going to come at them strong. Um, but it is their senior night, so they're going to have a lot of momentum tonight, um, especially at home. So we're going to use this game to just really uh, win or lose, take the momentum into next week for first round of playoffs. Absolutely. And speaking of that playoff game, you're, you're playing a team in die ball tonight that very talented, very, very sharp. You know, you expect them to make a run uh, in the playoffs. And so going from die ball into your first round, which will probably be a lesser opponent, how does that, how does that benefit you guys? Well, it'll it'll help us if we can get past the first round. It'll help us uh, match up for that second round, um, which will probably be La Vega like last year. Um, Davos a great team. I mean, as much as it, it gets boring to play the same same team over and over again, they're a fun team to play because of the pressure they put on us. It really forces us to make right decisions. And if we can do that against this team that's this athletic, I think we can handle pressure. Um, you know, in the playoffs, to what, whether it's the first, second, third, whatever round it is, I think it'll um, definitely prepare us more. And Coach, what is the one thing? I know the goal coming into it was beat Die Ball this season. What's the, what, what do y'all have to do? We were talking about, you know, play the perfect game. Is that is that what you have to do tonight in order to pull off this kind of win? I really think, I mean, we need to limit our turnovers. We've got to take care of the ball. We played a great game against them last time, but we also had 22 turnovers. So, um, you know, and they capitalize on those. And that's one thing we can't have, have happen. And we've got to make our free throws. We um, missed nine last time. We lost by 11. So, I mean, it, it, little things, all the little details, and I get really nitpicky at this time of the season, but um, they all matter, and the girls know that. So if we can just take care of the ball and focus on our little details, I, I think we'll uh, make a game for sure. Excellent. Well, Coach, good luck to you. We hope to see us go out on a, on a last district game of the year with a win and into a, a lot of momentum going into playoffs. So good luck to you, Coach, and let's get a win. Thank you. That was Lady Hornets Coach Kirsten Hines joining us here inside the Nets. Don't go anywhere as we have starting lineups coming your way in just a moment. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on the nest. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. 
This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. We're here live at Ball High School for Lady Hornets' last district game of the year before we get going in, into playoffs. Hal, you've seen us play this team twice now. What is it that what is going to be required for us to pull off a win here uh, and against a very tough opponent on their senior night? A lot of odds against us here tonight. Yeah, we're definitely the underdog going into this one. But really, like Coach Hans said, you want to play your perfect game coming into this game. Uh, you got to limit your turnovers, which is we can say that over and over again. But yeah, you got to go out there and do it. Yep. That just involves you know breaking the press, and they're a great pressing team, and they throw different presses at you throughout the game. Uh, we got to utilize our size. We definitely have the size advantage, and we did a great job of winning the rebounding battle last uh, last game in Hudson. Uh, we just got to do a better job of you know using our size because we're definitely taller than at you know at least three positions usually on the court and then we just got to close out on those shooters because yep. I mean they got five players that can just shoot it from anywhere on the court so we got to do a better job of closing out on those shooters and I think we'll be able to hang in this game and just keep it close to the fourth quarter and see what happens. Yeah I think you're exactly right we uh, we did play a pretty decent game last uh, last time it was uh, fairly close when we ended up so I'm excited to see how the Lady Hornets come out. We do have starting lineups for you for tonight for our Lady Hornets, who are coached by Kirsten Hines and assisted by Randy Rasco and Abby Martin. Let's hear uh, from our Lady Hornets, who come into it sitting at 22 and nine, second place in the district. It's sitting up with only five with five wins, three losses in district play at this point. Let's hear tonight from our starters. Senior number 20, Brianna Dillard. Senior number 25, Casey McCarty. Senior number 22, Marcy Thompson. Senior number 45, Hannah Grandgeorge. That wraps up your starting lineups for tonight's game. We've got an exciting one headed your way. Uh, so don't go anywhere. We have tip-off coming your way just after the break. This is Hudson Lady Hornet Basketball here on the Nest. When you are looking to pick your 
financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Moore for the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans. Brad Morris can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-337. Securities offered through Wilkins Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back to Die Ball High School. Chris Simmons out there on the call tonight. Lady Hornets come out on the court in the road blacks. Die Ball mixing up the starting lineup a little bit here for senior night. They got Shayla Hubbard, number one, number two, Tiffany Simmons, number three, Miracle Haywood, number five, Cameron Mott, and number 15, Destiny Abafont. Lady Hornets working from left to right, Die Ball right to left. From here, sitting right at the half-court line on the visiting side of Dybal Gymnasium. And, and with that, we're underway. As Casey McCarty wins the tip for the Lady Hornets. To Grand George on the left, now outside to Dilla. Top of the key. Dribbling with the right hand, picks up her dribble. Now she's trapped, looking for something, trying to hand it off. Doesn't a- wasn't able to do so. Tiffany Simmons up with the steal. Langford trying to steal it right back. And good job there for Carly Langford. Great hustle. Diving on the ground, throws it off the body of Tiffany Simmons. And Lady Hornets will get it right back after a turnover. They got 10 seniors on the court right now, so it should be fun to watch. Backdoor look on the inbound from McCarty over to the right to Marcy Thompson. Finishes the layup. Score now 2 to 0. Lady Hornets had the lead, and we come out on the defensive end in a 3 2 zone. Haven't seen a clean look like that in a while for the Lady Hornets. Exactly, especially against especially this the inbound, team. yeah. Oliphant with the ball works back to the right to Haywood now. To Hubbard, top of the key, back to Haywood, right corner, Oliphant three, right corner, it's up, off the back iron, rebound for Carly Langford and the Lady Hornets come back, so one possession, one stop, we'll take it, Dillard now trying to beat the press, finds McCarty up the sideline to Thomason, now to the right to Carly Langford, to her right, once again, just working it all the way over, Grand George now will reverse it around to the other side, baseline, Hannah picks up her dribble, We'll reverse it around the perimeter. Find Langford inside to Grand George at the post from the left block. Falling away. No good. Rebound for Simmons of Die Ball until he bring it up the right sideline. Hornets early trying to get it to their bigs. It's going to be a big key for us tonight. Mott inside with the layup. First time doesn't go, but our offensive putback will. Ties it back up at two, and Die Ball, want, as, as always, jumping back into their press that's been so effective against us all season long. And it's been effective, Howard, against every other district team. They come yeah. up with a steal there. Hubbard up the court to Mott. Ball goes out of bounds, though. Uh, let it just a little bit too far on the pass. Oh, is it going to be... Correction, it's going to be... I'm guessing it's going to be ball, ball basketball. Yeah. It looked like it was a just uh, clearly thrown out of bounds, but I'm going to say it was tipped. Tipped by the Lady Hornets. Die ball subbing in five players, five new players right here. Oh, wait. No, that's going back to Hudson. It is going. I'm about to say, it looked like it was yeah. wide open. I didn't know how there was going to be any confusion with it. But we're able to do so. Dillard with it back to McCarty. Now to Grand George to Thomas in middle. 
Lady Hornets look much more composed. Yeah, they have this press. They have their two, uh, you know, bigs kind of sinking in to help out with the press, which is you know, an adjustment, a, a different look than we had last week. Uh, I guess it was last week. Absolutely. I think it was, yeah, no, two, two. last Friday, the Friday before, okay. something like that. Once again, backdoor look off the inbounds. McCarty this time finding Grand George, her first two of the night, and the Lady Hornets lead by two. The first two boys have been on the Lady Hornets inbounds plays. We'll take it. Written up really well. So now Williams, who does everything for him, backdoor look inside the wide, post up left lock, back outside to Williams, now outside. Nia Mitchell will pull the freshman from the left wing. No good rebound from McCarty. And we'll hurry on the break. McCarty picks up her dribble, trying to get to Thomason, does so. Marcy crosses on the right side, finds Grand George right block. Loses it, but regains it, but then dribbles off her leg. Goes out of bounds. Off of her, got a little bit ahead of herself. Yeah, as opposed to you got to catch it and settle. You know, you can't try to do too much. Five in, five out once again for Dybal. I'm not sure if we're going to see a re revolving strategy here tonight or not, but we've seen it in the past. I just haven't seen it this year with a, a full five-man rotation. Yeah. It's one thing. Die ball's pretty deep. You know, they got five girls or ten girls that can come out and run the offense and press. Simmons gets it right. Block. Pass back outside to Haywood. Can't be picked up. But now Haywood tries to pick it up in the backcourt. Lady Hornets racing to it but won't get there in time. But it is a backcourt violation for die ball. It'll be Lady Hornet basketball now on the far sideline here. As we were saying earlier, how this, uh, this die ball Lady Jacks team, they've been able to dominate. And it's not just this year. They've won, as, as we heard in the pregame, pre 42 straight district games. That's, that's uh, quite, Crazy. quite the impressive streak. Lady Hornet trying to break that here tonight. Yeah, they've run this district for a while. Uh, just, they're just talented. All, every year, you, you, can't, you can't ever come in and think that, oh, well, this is a down year for them because they just reload. They reload. And they don't rebuild. They just reload. Yeah. Left corner three up now for for, Hay, uh, for Haywood. Well too far. Rebound for Dillard of, of Hudson. And now Grand George will come back on the attack. Grand George right side. Finds Langford in the corner. Cross-court pass from Langford to Dillard. That goes over her head. It was a good backdoor look. Just the execution wasn't quite there. Yeah, we're getting the opportunities. You see that you know we're breaking this press a lot easier than we have been. But uh, maybe once this game settles down, we'll be able to capitalize on those uh, scoring opportunities. So Hubbard has it. Now to her left to Simmons. Simmons, though, can't handle the pass. And maybe the, maybe the emotion, maybe the energy is getting the die ball here. A little bit too emotion in the air. So Lady uh, Hornets might be able to take advantage of it. Typical starters now back in for die balls. Haywood and Oliphant will check, in, uh, check out. Mia Williams and Maya Moore will check in. Die ball still in this 1-2-2 press that they're so, uh, so good at. Dillard up the court trying to make the pass to Grand George. Intercepted. By Moore, but recovered. Oh, no, it's not. It's stolen by Dieball. Dieball up the court now to Simmons. Left corner three. It's up, and Dieball right back uh, yep. back to normal with their starting lineup. Yeah, Dieball gets back in the rhythm. That's not what you like to see to start the game off here two minutes in. Thomason crosses half court, finds McCarty. Left corner now to Grand George. Dribbling with the right hand. Kick out to Casey for three. It's up. Well too far. Re offensive board for Dillard. Her layup, though, it's off the good. glass. It's good. Brandon Dillard first. Points of the night, her second board. Yeah, those second chance shots are going to be key for the Hornets tonight. If they can get a bunch of those, you know, they can hang in this game to the fourth quarter and see what happens. Now it's more right corner cross court pass. Ends up in the hands of Mott. Left corner three for her. That one's up and it's good. Back to back threes here for Dieball. 
and how we've seen them be streaky. Uh, and this tonight doesn't seem to be any exception to it. Yeah, it's a gamer run, so we got to capitalize and have going our own little run while they're on theirs. Lady Hornets are doing a much better job, Howard, on beating the press. We do, we just beat it there. Carla Langford receives the, the pass from half court. She's attacking the right baseline. Gathered herself and went up to draw the foul. So uh, we're seeing a, a, a much improved press break, uh, which is a very big deal. Yeah, especially heading to the playoffs, you're going to see teams that press. Uh, so being able to show that we can break it is, is good momentum-wise for us to get into you know later in the playoff run. So Langford makes the first free throw, second free throw on the way. That one's up, but bounce around the rim, but won't go in. Rebound by Simmons of Dieball. So Simmons will hurry it up. Left sideline. She'll pull up three in transition. That one's up. Air ball. And Maya Williams trying to get the rebound there for the Lady Jacks, but not able to do so. Bailey Hudman will check in for Brianna Dillard, and Kirsten Harden will check in uh, for, Han- let's see, for Marcy Thomason. Yeah, uh, Harden had a really good game uh, last time against uh, die ball. Yeah, so, she, was a, she was a force to be reckoned with down low. Especially there in the third quarter. So hopefully we can she can get on that kind of roll here in this first half and really make an impact. Bailey beats, the, beats through a trap, dribbles up, and the pass to Langford led her a little bit too far, goes straight to the die ball bench. So a turnover for the Lady Hornets. That's five here in the first half. So uh, our pace isn't much better than, than last time, but uh, we're only chilling by one at this point. Yeah, we're executing a little better. It's We've had... Our turnovers haven't been devastating. They haven't, except for one or two, have led to points. So, But that could be a lot because they didn't start off with their starters. Simmons to her right to Moore. Cross-court pass now to Hubbard. Now to her left to Kamari Mott. They'll reverse it around one more time. The ball movement from Dieball. Always so good. This time the ball movement, though, for Moore. Cross-court pass on the baseline to Kamari Mott. Goes out of bounds. So a turnover for Dieball. We're seeing uh, four turnovers of them here in the first quarter. Very uncharacteristic. Yeah. So McCarty with it. Back to Bailey. Taking a couple dribbles. Back set. Now she's trapped. And Coach Hines calls a timeout to bell her out just in time. But Lady Hornets down by one as we go into a 30-second break. 2.45 to go in the first. 8-7 to seven is your score in favor of Dival. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on the next. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. We're here live at Die Ball High School. Lady Hornets trailing by one, eight to seven. Here with 2.35 to go. Hudman on the inbound receives the pass and takes it all the way to the basket, but her layup's a little bit too strong. Going for a rebound. She is called for the foul. It'll be Bailey's first foul. First foul against the Lady Hornets. And how this is much... Uh, better than last time we were here at this court. Remember, Hannah Grand George uh, only played about six and a half minutes yeah. of the entire game because, due to foul trouble. She's playing excellent right now, not being too uh, aggressive, you know, picking up those cheap fouls. Hopefully, the next two minutes, hopefully, we didn't curse her, or, you know, jinx it so far, but she's played well. Now, Maya Williams with the ball left block, stripped though by Grand George on the break on the outlets. Langford, Langford's bounce pass over to her left. 
to Lankford, intercepted by Hubbard, but she does step out of bounds before she can make the pass back in. McCarty and Lankford will check out now for the Lady Hornets. Dillard and, and Hawkins come in. I like this three-guard lineup with uh, our two probably uh, bigs. We've seen we've seen uh, quite a bit in district, and it's always you know been pretty good. Dillard trying to get it in, looking for something, finds Grand George left corner. Attacking the right hand, goes up. She's fouled, and it will be on the shot. Foul by number 34, Nikki White. First foul against Dieball. She'll check out now Tiffany Simmons. Substitution right now. Okay, so they can't actually check it in. Is it on the floor? Yeah, they're changing to on the floor. Kind of a continuation type I ought to take the continuation, yeah. though. What, what's wrong with it? Might make high school games even more interesting. That and the shot clock. Give us a shot, shot clock. clock in, in I'm all about a shot would, clock. I would love that. Dillard inbounds at the Hubman left wing, taking a couple dribbles, step back. Now works to her right. Grand George has it in the corner, crossover dribble. Now going to the basket, goes up. That one will be on the shot, no doubt about it. Yeah, Grand George is attacking the past couple of times just on this possession. She's got it out there on the corner and you know, dribble penetration. That's going to be key tonight. She can get off to a good start and lead these Hornets in scoring like she does. That'll be a game. I think you're exactly right. Maya Moore picked up the, that foul for uh, die ball. Three team fouls against them now. Second one for Moore, according to the scorebook here, the score, scoreboard here. Grand George misses the first free throw, gets the second one to go, and we're back tied up at eight. Two minutes to play here in the first. And this has been, we saw this last game, Lady Hornets did a very good job there in the first quarter, yeah. uh, hanging with Dieball, going back and forth, playing their game. Williams catch, for Dieball catches the ball on the inside of the paint, took an extra step, though, and it's a traveling violation. So another turnover now for Dieball, six here in the first quarter alone. Yeah, the Lady Hornets did a good job last time in die ball, like you said, in the first quarter. It was just, you know, a two-minute spurt there for die ball that really, in their press, took over the game. Williams comes up with a still now on the press, floating layup in the paint. Perfect move there for the junior, Maya Williams, a die ball. Take, die ball regains the lead 10-8. Hubbin attacking left sideline. She's trapped, finds Hawkins left corner, pulls the three. It's up. A little too short, but an offensive board for Harden. Harden kick out to Dillard. She's open. Right wing three for her. That one's a little too flat on the shot. Hawkins trying to get the rebound. Uh, she does, but she's stripped by Moore. Moore's, uh, Moore's foot was out of bounds, so it'll be out of bounds off a of die ball. Ladyhorn's doing a good job of offensive boards, though, so far. I don't know how many they have, but seven total rebounds. I know at least three of them have been offensive rebounds. Dillard looking to get it in. She finds Thomas in top of the key. From the baseline to the right now to Hubbin. Attacking with the right hand. And Hubbin draws the foul, though, on the penetration. Foul caught against number one, Shayla Hubbard. If she can bring that dribble penetration, she's one of the few players on this Hornet team that really capitalized when she's able to dribble and penetrate. Dillard trying to get in. Does so to Thomason. Pull up jumper. That one's up from her from the left block. Wow. Bounces around twice off the rim and takes a dive inside the net. Tied up at 10. Maya Moore now attacking. Right hand layup for her. That one. Then Dywall comes right back with the answer. Got to get back. Score. Got to get back. Dillard crosses half court, picks up her dribble, finds Hubman, back to Dillard now to her right. Dillard inside, free throw line jumper for Thomason. No good offensive board for Harden. She's blocked though by Williams. Ball loose, recovered by Kirsten again. Two offensive boards in just that possession for her. Now the Lady Hornets will reverse it around. Hubman top of the key three. 
That one's no good. Another offensive board for Harden. And then she's fouled by Maya Moore. Third on her this ball game. And Kirsten Harden making herself a, a presence. Hallett, that jumper by Marshy set up by the fact that uh, Harden's posting up so well down yeah. with the six-foot they're, freshman. That ball's getting frustrated. They're, you know, they're trying to block her out. They're just not doing a good job of it. And if she can keep wearing them down like that, and like you said, picking up fouls against you know key players for them, this will be a different game. First free throw from, from the freshmen. A little bit short. But excellent job on those offensive rebounds. That's like we said, that they need to take advantage of their, their height and their bigs tonight, and so far they have. First quarter is sponsored by First Bank and Trust East Texas. Make the move and bank with confidence knowing that we've been providing the best hometown services for more than 60 years. Hard not able to convert any free throws there out of her 2-12-10 is your score. Mott has it left wing pump face, gets to the basket now, goes up for the shot. Left side, no good offensive board, though, gathered by herself. Now it's Hubbard, top of the key three for her. That one's up, wow. Three three-pointers here in the first quarter alone for Dival. Score 15-10. to 10. Can't give a team like that second-chance shots because they'll knock down those long threes. Hubman trapped by the press, able to find Dillard in, just in time. Now Dillard trapped near half court, trying to make a bounce pass. She does so. Harden trying to recover it, not able to do so. And Tiffany Simmons has it. Pulls the jumper from half court. Blocked, though, by Hawkins at the buzzer. And that's how we'll end the first quarter. Lady Hornets trailing 15-10. to 10. So don't go anywhere at the end of one. Lady Hornets trailing by five. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on The Nest. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. We're here in the second quarter. Lady Hornets trailing by 5.15 to 10. Your score, Dybal will have it start off here in the quarter. Really, the three-point shooting for Dybal has been the difference in this game. Absolutely. Three made threes there in the first quarter alone. Dybal on the attack. Hubbard going. Draws a foul against Brianna Dillard. That's her first on the game. Second team foul for the Lady Hornets, which we've done a good job of staying out of foul trouble. Yeah, an excellent job of, you know, just doing the little things right so far besides a couple turnovers. Simmons trying to lob it in. Deflected by Langford. Ball loose. Now touched. Tipped though by Grand George on the, in, on the inbounds. Out of bounds by, by Hannah. So it'll be dive ball basketball once again. So Hubbard now. She crosses half. Goes to the right side. Right elbow extended. Pass from uh, from Nia Mitchell, the freshman, goes out of bounds once again. Lady Hornets getting hands all over the court. Yeah, they're in this uh, three-two zone, which we're used to seeing from them, and 
they've you know spaced it out a little more to capitalize on closing out on three-point shooters, and they just happen to get balls on. Mia Williams pass inside to Nia, to Nia Mitchell, stolen by Grant George. Grant George right wing, up top to Thomason. Now back to Hannah. A little, little dribble drive offense here for the Lady Hornets. McCarty has it right baseline. Looking back door, finds skip pass to Grand George. Now she'll dribble inside the paint. Floating layup is up for Hurt. Oh, oh what was the, where was the travel? Oh, dude, this is the same guy that just screwed up all the calls last yeah. week. Yeah. It's the same last <laughs> game, same guy that called about 20 travels against both teams. And now we can talk about your uh, floor theory, <laughs> how there's no brightness in here. Obviously, it's really it's pretty dim. Uh, a couple light bulbs out and everything. So, so what's the, the issue now? I just was thinking that there is a reason that at home we get so many traveling calls, and I was thinking, well, it's because we got a new floor. It's a theory. It's not. I don't know if it's, it's not real. Perfect, it's not know? perfect. It's a work in progress. It's not like I can't even. I was trying to come up with a uh, like a law of science that you're supposed Newton. to know. Newton. Newton. That's a good one. Yeah, it's something. His first law, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but. Regardless, it doesn't matter. Dive ball basketball now. Simmons has a top of the key. Three. Wow, that's her second of the night. Four overall here in the ball game, and, and the shooting for dive ball is is what's carrying them. Yeah, that definitely it hasn't. We're breaking the press so far pretty well as we break the press, but that shooting outside, we got to do a better job of closing out and contesting shots. Good drive there by Langford, dishing off to Thomason, finishing the jumper from the right block. Six for her now in the game. Eight to twelve. Your score. Williams cross-court pass, no look over to Kamari Mott. Now backdoor back to Williams, outside to Hubbard, to the right to Simmons. Takes a couple dribbles. Now in the hands of Haywood in the corner. Trapped, and, and Lady Hornets, once again, how they're rotating pretty well. We're not getting out to the shooters quick enough, but we're preventing a lot of the inside stuff that Dybal's so used to getting. Yeah, those backdoor cuts, those you know backside layups that wow. Dybal killed us last game. Not, not to interrupt you. <laughs> Not to interrupt you, but Kamari Mott just hit a left corner three. So the last three shots made by Dabal all coming from three-point land. Five threes overall. 21-12 your score. Mott right right side layup after coming up with the steal finish is a layup. And Coach Hines takes a timeout. 23-12. Just like that, Howard. Just like that, the lead uh, can can get away from got away from the Lady Hornets. And so Coach Hines takes a break and we'll take a break as well. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on the next. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back after the timeout. Dive ball back and out of the press. Cardi has it for the lady. He's working over to Dylan. Pass intercepted by Mott coming on the break. Double dribble, though. Call for uh, Kamari Mott. Just got a little bit ahead of herself. She saw a wide open basket and just yeah. got a little bit too excited. That happens. Happens to the best of us. So 23-12 now you're scored. Hubbin will walk, work it up for the Lady Hornets. She crosses half, goes to her left to Dillard. Now top of the key to Thomason. Faces up, rips through, pivot. Now she's trapped by two defenders inside the, to Dillard, though, who go with the right hand to the basket. Layup is up for Brianna. Well too strong, though, off, off the glass. Rebound tied up between Grand George and, and, and Mitchell. 
I like to see. I like to see attacking the basket and then us getting offensive rebounds. Those are two things that we haven't done so well. And if we got able to do those, I think we can get back in this game. Or you know, we're not out of this game yet, but you know, but it, the momentum definitely shifted yeah. there. Die ball very quick. Langford tries to get it in. She does so to Thomas and pull up jumper free throw line. No good offensive board for Langford. Her put back. She's fouled on the shot. Sing Carl Langford for the line to, to two more. Foul caught against number three, Miracle Haywood. 16 fouls now against Dybal on the evening. Compared to the Lady Hornets, too. Lady Hornet basketball in the nest is brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lovegan, Dr. Dan Fuentes, Real Graphics, Pat Penn of Timber Country Real Estate, SoundTech, First Bank and Trust East Texas, Sheldon's Place, Grando's Baking Company, Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing, and Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Langford makes the first free throw for her second point of the night. Second free throw now coming. That was well flat. Didn't get her legs in on that one. And Mia Williams comes up with a rebound. Pull-up jumper. Free throw line in transition. Wow. Man, that's an impressive shot. Just stop on a dime. Pull-up and knock it down. 25-12. 13-point game. So Huffman now crossing half. Works the length for left side. Back door look to Grand George. Grand George pushed to the ground. They're going to save ball. Knocked out of bounds by Dybal. No foul call. I don't know how that wasn't a foul. Reese, come out! So 435, 25-13 your score. But you want to get it, try to get it into Dillard in the corner. Not enough spacing there. And uh, Mary Mott comes up with the deflection, ties it up. This time possession arrow in favor of Dybal. And that in that situation, how we just had three people in the same corner, we yeah. got we got to be more heads up was, than that. We weren't, I guess, we weren't sure what play we were running out of the inbounds, and we've done an excellent job so far on the inbounds plays. That's just uncharacteristic so far this game. So Simmons, right wing, outside to Hubbard, top of the key, gets inside the paint, stripped, but they're going to get Langford with the foul. Now, <laughs> the same ref we just were driving about, Jasper. We're going to have him for both games here tonight, and he's already engaging the fans. That's always fun. So now, Mott kick out to right to Oliphant, pulls the three. It's short. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Simmons of Die Ball, be Lady Hornet basketball. And that has to be expected. Let's see. Yeah, Die Ball jumping into their pressure. I'm telling you what, they just got it. Uh, it's in their DNA. It's how, yeah. it's how they do defense. Hubbin now up the left sideline. Good. Good pass on the ground from Hubbin to the right to Dillard, able to finish the layup. Very smart play by uh, Hubbin right there, breaking the press and then taking it almost to the basket by herself. Saw players were collapsing on her and was able to get the pass off to Now Dillard. inside pass from Simmons over to Mia Williams. Stolen by Thomason, but the outlet pass, a length of throw behind her. Out if we had a, a, a girls' football program at Hudson, we would have been doing well. <laughs> quarterbacking skills would, would be on point. Yeah, uh, what is that? What's that event when they do when the girls play football? What was that called? Oh, uh, Powder Puff. Powder Puff, yeah. There we go. There we go. With our stat man coming in clutch there. Good job, Jude. You are good for something. Actually, you're good for a lot. We learned that from last game. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You don't mess up a lot of stuff. It's catastrophic to our, our broadcast. Simmons now pull top of the key three. That one bounces in. Uh, thought about going that way, but bounced out. Goes out of bounds. Last touch by Langford going for the rebound. So 25-15, your score. Lady Hornets down by 10 with 3.24 to go here in the first half. If here. we can get this to, you know, around eight, uh, single points by, you know, halftime, just stay in this game, it'd be great for the Lady Hornets going into the second half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, basketball is funny. Hubbard now gets inside the paint. Right side kick out to, to Maya Williams, who can just do just about everything. Howard. I've seen yeah. her play like three different sports, and she's incredible at all three. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. Now she makes the pass. Time for the key over to Kamari Mott. Her second three of the night and six on the game for Dieball. 28-15. Their outside shooting has just been on point. Hubman crossing half court. Chat draws a blocking foul. Send Hubbin to the line for the one and one. Foul caught against number 15, Destiny Oliphant. Bailey Hubbin now should be going to the line for one and one with the 17 foul of the game. What could be better than a hot, fresh Chick fil A sandwich with large fries and a sweet tea? Only having it ready for you the moment you walk through the front door. Download the Chick fil A app right now so you can skip the line and place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Hubbin, front end of the one and one, just decided to roll out. Wow, is that a foul? Did you see something? I, I didn't see anything there against uh, the freshman, Kirsten Harden, going for the rebound. It was like she didn't jump. It looked she like she went and just got the up. ball, yeah. It says it was a pushing foul. It didn't look like it. Yeah, I didn't see much there. Hubbard back to Simmons, now back to Hubbard. About five feet outside the, the three-point line on the right side. Inside down to Maya Williams, floating layup, and you just know that's going in. She had way too clean of a look at the basket, and whenever she gets that much space, she will convert score now 30 to 15. Dillard to Grand George, crossover dribble. In and out move, goes up, does Grand George, and she's fouled. We caught on the floor. So Grand George now at least going to go to the line for the one and one. She thought it was a uh, shooting foul. I could have seen it go both ways on the call. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a close call there. Tell you what, it's so tough playing a, a team even three times in district. Uh, yeah talking with both coaches outside in the foyer before this one and uh, they're both just like look we both know each other's plays at this point it's all about execution they're bored of it you know uh, but i'll tell you what setting us up for playoffs playing a team like die ball will go very well especially uh playing in a, a lesser probably a lesser opponent uh in in rust or, or carthage in the first round uh, which will happen either monday or tuesday of next week yeah it helps out us that this is especially our last game so we can be mentally prepared going into right. next week Give him a little bit of a break and then go into it strong. Hubbard with it now after the missed free throw from Grand George. Left wing, attacking the basket, goes up, misses it. Ball tipped out of bounds by Kirsten Harden going for the rebound. Carter Langford will check back in. Coming in for Brianna Dillard. On Tuesday night here at Dabo High School, Chris Simmons, Hallett Zayer on the, on the call with you. Hubbard spin move off the inbounds pass, kick out to Haywood, pulls the three, it's up. Uh, too far off the uh, back iron rebound for Harden and Bailey Hubbard will come on the break by herself to her right now to Langford kick out pass from Langford over to Hawkins has to chase it down but we'll reset the offense Hubbard now to left to Grand George got to look to hit the post in that situation but Harden having wide open look now it's Langford dish down good look over to Kirsten Harden Harden goes up for the shot she's fouled so send her to the line for two if we can get her finishing that shot Howard, we'll be good to go for years to come yeah, she, she's pretty good on that right side of the basket. If we can get expand her game from, you know, around that hoop, she'll be dangerous. So now the freshman, Kirsten Harden, going to the line for two free throws here. Missed her first two early on. Yeah, we, we need to capitalize on these free throws. But that one too, far, too strong off the back iron. Only three oh, of we got 11. A lane, we got three of 11 in the line. You can kind of erase that free throw attempt. That was a lane violation caught against Die Ball. So Harden gets two more attempts at it. That works out for us pretty well. 
Harden's really a second attempt, but first one on the books. That one's missed, though. She's just struggling. Once she gets the first one to go, you feel like some rhythm will be picked up, but just not uh, going so well here tonight to start off. Yes, she's doing all the mechanics, right? Just It's not going in for her right now. So 126 to go here in the first half. Score 30-15. to 15. Harden, second free throw, does get that one to fall. Make that 30-16 now, 14-point game. Now it's Hubbard to the right to Williams, back to Hubbard. Inside the free throw line to Mott, and that's just like it's textbook how what they're doing. A couple passes back and forth to the free throw line, now kicking the corner. This time uh, Haywood uh, air balls to three. Rebounded by the Lady Hornets. Hubbin has it coming up the left sideline. Attacks working to Hawkins. But before she makes the pass, they call Bailey Hubbin with a travel. 12th turnover here in the first half. And, and how uh, this is uh, 12 turnovers is far from a perfect game. Yeah, like we said, the last game, for the oh, past two games against Dival, the turnovers have been the biggest stat. And right now, you know, that's not helping us. 12 turnovers. If we could have had kept that around, you know, seven or eight going into the half, that would have been. A lot better than it is now. Maya Williams pump fakes from outside. Takes a pull-up jumper from the free throw line. Can't get that one to go. Rebound by Thomason. Thomason back now to Langford up the right sideline. Picks up her dribble. Finds Marcy at the free throw line. Takes another dribble. Fakes the pass down low. Pulls the jumper over, over Shayla Hubbard. And Marcy Thomason able to get that one to go. Eight points for her now on the ball game. She started off well offensively. So now it's Williams. Faking the pass back to her left, guarded by Hawkins. Spin move, Lady Hornets still in about like a 1-2-2 zone, so not really a 3-2 anymore at this point. Williams works to the left corner. To Nian Mitchell, the freshman, kick out to Hubbard. Now outside, deep three, Maya Williams. It's up. Too strong, ball loose. Rebounded by Hubbard. Should have been a travel, nothing called. Now five on the clock, kick out to Haywood. To Hubbard, pulls the three. Off the back iron, offensive board for Mott. Pulls the jumper, and that's how he finished the first half. With a die ball, a missed jumper, 30 to 18. Your score going into the break. Don't go anywhere. We have the the halftime show sponsored by the Children's Clinic of Luffin coming up soon. This is Hudson, Lady Hornet basketball here on the net. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. To make the move to First Bank and Trustees, Texas, checking services and bank with confidence knowing that we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there is no monthly service fee if you open a simple e-checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees, Texas. Member FDIC. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com.
legs are full. And welcome back. We're here live at the halftime show, sponsored by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Lady Hornets trailing 30 to 18 is the score. 12 point ball game. Hallett, uh, what did you see that the Lady Hornets did well uh, there in the first half? Well, well, we did a great job uh, rebounding offensively, at, at least, and uh, got a couple of second chance shots. Uh, on the offensive end, we also do on inbounds plays. Besides one time, I think we've scored on every time we got the ball, especially right under the basket. Uh, the only thing defensively that we need to work on is uh, closing out on those shooters. They're yeah, let's get to let's get to things. That's what we did well. We did well yeah. on the offensive uh, on the offensive inbounds. sets and then yeah. beating the press. I think we oh, yeah. did a much we better did a job. job that. Uh, much better uh, improved than the first time that we uh, we saw Dieball got to play them. So uh, now let's flip to the other side. What are the things that we've got to uh, drastically improve there in, in the second half? we got to make our free throws. We went 4 for 12 there, free throws, and that's just not good enough, especially in a close game like that. That's going to make the biggest difference. Uh, turnovers, again, we right. just keep turning the ball over. Beating, and it's Beating the press. We're beating still, the press. It's not even the press that's causing the turnovers. It's just we're making careless you know, passes, traveling calls, stuff like that. that just our quarterback-wide receiver connection isn't yeah. going so well tonight. So if we were able to clean that up in the second half and get this game you know, close in the fourth quarter, I think we have a chance to win it. I think you're right. It's still within an arm's reach, and that's all you can ask for, really, up until you get to the fourth quarter when you're hoping to make a run. Uh, coming up after today's game, we have a great matchup. Uh, we, we have a great matchup between uh, our Hornets and the Die Ball Lumberjacks going for a number one spot in district. So uh, it's going to be an exciting, high Should energy. It's going to be a great game following this one, so you don't want to miss it whatsoever. Uh, but we've still got another half of basketball. We'll break it down and give you the advanced stats of the game, which is sponsored by Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. So don't go anywhere. This is Hudson, Lady Hornet basketball here on the next. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Welcome 
Welcome back. We're here live with the halftime show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Our Lady Hornets are trailing 30 to 18 as we're getting things ready to go here uh, before the second half. We want to give you a rundown the advanced stats of the game here of the first half brought to you by Brad Morse with the Advanced Financial Group. Leading our scores to the Lady Hornets, Marcy Thompson came off strong, had a very yeah. good start to the game, uh, making all of her jumpers. I don't think she's missed yet. She's hit, she hit a layup, I know, and a couple jumpers, and it's been a key. tough jumpers even yeah, for the block. Contested, yeah, so she's had a great job of uh, coming out hot offensively for this team, which is what you like to see from, like we said at the beginning, when you use our, our sides and our bigs to our advantage, and she definitely has. Marcy's definitely carried the load on the offensive end. She's followed by, uh, she has eight. Brianna Dillard has four. And Grand George with three, Harden with one, and Carter Linkford with two. We've really looked to see Hannah Grand George really get something going. Seeing her with three first half points does not uh, yeah. does not really compute too well. She has she averages 16 a game on the year, and so you expect that number to go up here in the second half. Yeah, she attacked the basket in just a couple calls where you think, well, you know, that's a in one opportunity. Oh no, a free throw shooting opportunity. They've been right. on the floor, so that's really. Uh, harmed her points-wise right now in this first half. I, I think you're right. The score is, uh, I mean, the, the free throw score, uh, that, that's the most important yeah. stat so far that we see. So four out of 12, we missed eight. We left eight points on the table. And so if you take eight, out of those eight points, even if you had six of those points back, it's a six-point ball game. Yeah, and so it's something that, yeah. that it could be a, a drastic uh, difference in the landscape of this ball game. but we'll see what happens. Another stat so far, die balls, you have to take a free throw. Uh, yeah. we, we haven't seen them uh, take make any free throws at this point because the Lady Hornets done a much better job than usual on the fouling and only committing four fouls there in the first half. Yeah, we haven't we haven't been you know that overly aggressive you know reaching team. We've tipped balls and we've been aggressive, but we haven't been you know dumb as you right. just as simple as I could say it. Right. Just with you know stupid fouls like that. So hopefully if we can carry that over here in the second half and make free throws and I mean turnover difference. We're only they have ten turnovers. We have twelve, which isn't what. They're, they're also complaining about turnovers, too. So if those numbers can, you know, even out, where we can at least even out with them as many turnovers as they do here coming in the second half and keep breaking the press, just doing what we're doing well, I think we can uh, get this to single pit, uh, single points spread here in the fourth quarter and then see what happens because, I mean, you're on the road. Yeah, you're on the road. You put a little pressure on the home team, especially their senior night, and the game's close. Let's just see what, you know, how they adjust to that because I'm, I'm sure a lot of the district games haven't been close. And it, it'd be good for both both our teams to have a close game like that. Yeah, definitely not a lot of games been close whenever die ball's coming in and sitting at this, uh, sitting with a 42-game win streak in yeah. district play. Uh, they, they have, they're blowing out a lot of their opponents and so uh, we'll see what can happen. We'll see what happens in the second half. This has been the Halftime Show, brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Lady Hornets trailing 30-18, and we'll be back with the second half in just a moment. This is Hudson Lady Hornet Basketball here on The Nest. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. Real Graphics is the place to bring in your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to take your idea and bring it into reality. Our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt order. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. 
Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. And welcome back here in the second half. Dabal will have possession to get things going. And right away, Maya Moore going to pull a jumper from the left baseline as we just get underway. It's an air ball. That's a fortunate uh, thing for the Lady Hornets. Maybe the rest of their shots will be the same way. Yeah, good defense possession to start off the uh, half. That's what you want to see coming out of halftime. Great rotation all over the court for the Lady Hornets. And we'll see. Now Dabal back in there. One through one press. Full court. Dillard has it. Finds Thomason. Half court. Now to Grand George as we break the press. Grand George now takes a couple dribbles. Finds Carly in the right corner. Back. Uh, passes it back up top to Casey, who will drive. Back to Langford, right corner three. Too strong rebound for Maya Moore. Moore will slow it down. And how I think in this situation, you're doing whatever it takes to get your shots uh, as close to the basket as possible, especially to get yourself back within uh, eight to six, six to eight points. Yeah, this uh, dive ball, you know, they're in a little bit of foul trouble from you know, their players. So if we can keep attacking the basket, like we did, we did an excellent job of, you know, not settling for outside shots as much as we usually do. Right. So if we can keep that up, we're playing a decent game. You know, it's not perfect like Coach Hines would want, but it's at least a decent game. It's a game that sets us up to at least be winnable, but there, yeah. if that ball keeps making that shot, this game's already over. Hubbard knocks down a, a contested right corner three to extend the lead, 33-18. Seven three-pointers now made in this ballgame. Diller with it, right sideline, looking backdoor pass to Langford on the break. Carly fouled for the first foul of the half. Foul caught against number one, Shayla Hubbard. Yeah, and usually when you see a pressing team, it usually leads to fouls like that. So hopefully we can start capitalizing. We're going to start making these free throws that we get the opportunity to shoot. McCarty on the inbounds finds Dillard up top. Dribbling right, picks it up, pivots now, and she's, and she's trapped. We'll hand off with uh, Grand George. Grand George attacking the basket. Oh, wow, yeah. what a tough shot taken there by Grand George. Not necessarily one that you would want, but hey, yeah. since it went in, we get two more points on the board. If, if it, it goes in, you're not going to complain too much about it. <laughs> so score now 33-20. Lady Hornets down by 13. We're two minutes into this third quarter. Mott has it, works it over to the right to Moore, and now back to Mott in left corner, Simmons has it. I think I've caught against a Simmons about the last three, about the last two weeks. I know Jasper and, and, uh, Jasper and Dabral both Dabra. have a Simmons, so like, one of those things, it's a pretty good name. They, they picked up on the trend. Mott has it now, top of the key three. That one's up. Surprisingly, it doesn't go in, but an offensive board for Maya Williams. Under the basket, she gets that one to fall. You can't give her easy ones like that. you got to make her work. She's for by such. far not the, not the tallest or the biggest mm-hmm. person on the court, but she hustles and she plays with all sorts of effort. Grand George with it to the right, finds Langford, right corner, one dribble inside now to Brianna Dillard. Right-hand layup is up. Ooh. One with the and one opportunity. But Brianna Dillard will be going to the line for two. But, uh, but Maya Williams just uses her hustle and yeah. uh, her energy to really take her game to the next level, and she's so good. Yeah, she can do everything on the court. And like you saw there, she was able to get off into a rebound and put it back up with ease. So you can't let her have shots like that. you got to contest her, make her shoot. You know, she can make outside shots, too. I'm not saying she can't, but you got to contest those kind of shots, lower percentage shots. Absolutely. Dillard makes the first free throw, five points for her now on the game, going for free throw number two. 
shot being up in the air. That one's up, gets that one to go. So six points now for Brianna, 35-22, back to 13. Score kind of going back and forth uh, with it, with, within about 15 to 13 here in the third quarter. Yeah, as a Hornet fan, you'd like to get these this score, you know, single digits. You're not asking for too much. That's only a four-point difference than at halftime. So now it's Mia Williams working over to her right to Hubbard, back to Williams on the left. Mott has it now left corner, and she's trapped, but she'll kick it out. Very simple offense being ran by Dieball. Good look inside the morning out the free throw line to the right corner. The Simmons pulls the three. That one's up, no good. Another offensive board, though, for Williams. Can't get that one to go, but now offensive board by Simmons inside, and she's stripped by McCarty. Ball goes off the foot of Casey, so it'll be die ball basketball. we got to put a body on it. we got to block out. We're doing a poor uh, poor job so far, three minutes into this game with that block out, especially that backside block out. Samat inbounding under the right side of the hoop. Those over to the left, wide open. Maya Williams for three. Didn't go in. Rebound by Thomason. Up the court now to Dillard. We're coming on the break. So Miranda over to her left now to Grand George. Going inside the paint with the right side. Kick out to McCarty. Top of the key to the left now to Dillard. Back to Casey. Wide open. Top of the key. Three. It's up. Yes. Big shot. Casey McCarty will get that one to go. First three-pointer of the night for the Lady Hornets. Scored now within 10. Mott has it. Tacking left baseline. Goes up for the shot. Well defended by Grandor, just went straight up, but an offensive board for Simmons. She'll pull the three. That one's up, no good. Now Hannah comes down with it. And Lady Hornets got to execute here with a perfect opportunity. Yeah, if they can score here, you can start to feel the momentum going kind of in the Hornets' way. Langford coming up the court on the break. She's fouled by number five, Kamari Mott, who's heard us from outside tonight, already knocking down uh, two three pointers and. Uh, I'll tell you what, this, this dive ball team, no joke from the outside. No, like we said at the beginning of this game, all five players on the court can usually hit those outside shots, those threes, and that's perfect to get, perfect execution every time. McCarty on the inbounds, finds Dillard, cutting to the basket, and Brianna able to finish with the right hand. Eight points for her now on the game, 35-27. And dive ball's coach Simmons going to take a timeout, so we'll take a break as well with 3.57 to go. In the third, Lady Hornets got the lead uh, down to eight, 35-27. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on the Nest. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simply Checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. And welcome back after the timeout taken by Dieball. Lady Hornets only trail by eight. Simmons with it on the inbounds for Dieball. Works to right to Hubbard. Good fake pass out, but goes up for the scooping layup. Gets the finger roll to go back to it, back to double digits, and Dillard has it on the inbounds. Quickly, the Lady Hornets come up the court to Grand George, back to Brianna. Trapped near half court, gets the screen from Thompson to the left now to McCarty. Bobbles the pass, but able to recover it. Now Casey has it looking back door for somebody. 
Cross-court pass to Langford. Fakes left. Goes right into the paint. Floating layup. Tough off the glass. Won't get it to fall. And then Carly commits the foul. Going for the for the board. Hustle foul there. I guess you're okay with that, right? Yeah, it has a foul. You're all right as a coach. And, you know, Carly, she, she does a great job throughout the game, you know, just hustling, going after the ball. So you can't complain too much about, you know, backcourt fouls with, from her. So 37-27, your score, 3-11 to go here in the third. Chris Simmons, Howard Zayer on the call with you this evening. Simmons has it, works it up top now to Hubbard. Left corner over to the freshman, Nia Mitchell. Guarded by Thomason. Goes with the right hand, dish down though, into to Mia Williams. No look pass deflected by Grand George and goes out of bounds. I'll tell you what, how that ball gets away very easily with playing uh, just a five-guard set. Uh, what yeah. they do is they, they spread them out, one at each volleyball corner, essentially two in the, in the baseline corners, and one at the free throw line, and the ball movement is what sets up all their easy shots. Yeah, size-wise, they're they're not very tall, and they're able to hit threes and you know challenge you if you pack it in like we kind of are in this zone. So we're going to switch. It looks like we're switching to extended defense at least. So now Maya Williams pulls up the three. It's up. Too strong offensive board, though, for Mott inside. Her putback's no good, but once again, Dowell grabs another rebound, and they're not bigger than our team. They're just out hustling us, and this time, Nia Mitchell. It's sometimes harder, especially when you're in a, especially if you're running a zone, to, you know, pick up these players from the perimeter just, you know, running as fast as they can to uh, to the basket to get that rebounded. Usually, you know, you have a big, you have to block them out right there. They're not moving much, you know, but these guards are kind of, they, you know, get around you easily. So you just got to, especially in the zone, we're not in a man. It's hard to pick up and block out. You just need to do a better job of that. You're exactly right. Good substitution now for the Lady Hornets. Dillard Thomason check out. Kirsten Harden, Maddie Hawkins will check in. Mitchell's second free throw. That one's off to the right as well. Ball tipped out of bounds. Neither ref oh, saw. They're gonna call a jump ball. I'm call a jump ball in favor of the Lady Hornets. No ref saw. It would have been off a die ball had they had they seen it. Of course, you expect me to say that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no. I mean, there's no bias. But honestly, with, with my eyes, that's that's what I would have saw happening. Good pass, full court from McCarty up the court now to Harden on the layup. Too strong though, off the glass. Rebound for Maya Williams who comes back on the break. Left wing crossover. Free the line penetration. Kicks in the left corner. No look past the Mott. The three is up off the front. Rebound. Controlled by Mia Williams once again. Gonna have to start rebounding a little better. And you need to start about four minutes ago, honestly. Yeah. We did a great job in the first half. I don't know what's happened. Williams dribbles off her foot, trying to make the pass over to Mitchell. Stolen though by Hubman on the break. Bailey Hubman layup is up off the glass. Bailey Hubman gets that one to go. First two of the night for her. Eight points overall. Capitalize on those turnovers. Now, Maya Williams kicks in the left corner. Mott pulls a three off the front. No good rebound for McCarty. McCarty now trapped on the baseline. Throws it off the foot smartly. Throws it off the foot of number 15, Destiny Elephant. Won't matter, though, because Coach Hines took a timeout before uh, the ball was thrown anyway. So, with 1.30 to play in the third quarter, Lady Hornets trailing by eight, trying to make a comeback. We'll see what happens. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on the next. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. 
Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Welcome back after the timeout. It'll be Lady Hornet basketball. Grand George with it. Dribble within the paint. Kick out to Hawkins. Now back to Grand George in the right corner. Back up top to Casey. She'll pull open top of the key three. It's off the front. Rebound for, for Mitchell of the Lady Jacks. Up the court now. She finds Simmons. Left side to her right now to Mott. Excellent fast break execution. But Mott not able to make the layup. Rebound. Pulled down by Dyball. Outside now to, to Nia Mitchell. Floating layup is up. Ooh. Off the glass and it's good. Late call there. I think it's an offensive foul. Plotting is number 34. Nikki White after the shot was, was made. Basket will count. Four fouls now against White in the game, I believe. No, that's our, pardon me, that's our second. I was, got two numbers mixed up. So 10-point game, under a minute to play here in the third. Dabal switching to a half-court man, but they're you know pressuring. Hubman trying to scoop the layup up. No good offensive board, though, for Harden. Harden stripped over, covered by Hawkins. Hawkins down the corner, throws it off the body. With number 24, Nia Mitchell. And it'll be Hudson Lady Hornet basketball one more time now from the far corner. And the opposite of us, Casey McCarty inbounding in from the Dabal fans. Party trying to get it in, does so to the, on the, to the post to Harden. Guys herself goes up strong, does the freshman. Good job there by Kirsten Harden, demanding the ball on the block, yeah. going up, getting position, and then drawing the foul. I'd like to see more of that coming in this game because I don't, I don't think Dabal can handle her size. So Harden now, second, or pardon me, first free throw for her is up, no good. Lady Hornet basketball in the nest is brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin, Dr. Dan Fuentes, Real Graphics, Pat Penn and Timber Country Real Estate, Sound Techs, First Bank and Trust East Texas, Shelton's Place, Grando's Baking Company, Chick-fil-A South Lip Crossing, and Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Second free throw now coming from Harden. That one's a miss as well. She struggled overall one for eight, one for six, pardon me, on the night. Yeah, she's doing a good job of drawing the foul. She just needs to capitalize on the free throws. So now it's Mott, left side to Simmons, back to Mott looking to, to, to bring the clock down. We're at 23 seconds. Mott not going to attack the basket, dribble back out though, back to Tiffany Simmons. Sharp shooter for the, for the Lady Jacks. Left corner now, Maya Mitchell. Bunch of Mayas, and there's two Mayas and a Naya uh, here on the team. So uh, hopefully they didn't all run together, sound the same to you on your end. Six on the clock now, Tiffany Simmons pulls left corner three. It's up, wow! What a shot there for Simmons. 42-29, your score at the end of three. Lady Hornets trailing by 13 going into the fourth quarter. Don't go anywhere. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on the nest. 
SoundTex designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. SoundTex provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. SoundTex is online at SoundTex.com. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back to Ball High School. The Ball Basketball starting off here in the fourth. Mott has a left corner three. It's up. Short rebound for Grand George. Grand George now gathers herself, finds McCarty back on the dribble handoff with, with Hannah. Spin move now back to Casey. Stolen, though, by Hubbard. Hubbard up the right side of the court. Layup is up. Uh. And one. If you're going to foul them on that break, you got to make sure that they're not able to get that ball up. You're exactly make right. Make, one. make the foul worth it. So foul called against Bailey Hubman. That's her second on the night. Third team foul against the Lady Hornets this ballgame. One and only free throw coming from Hubbard. Missed and recovered by Grand George. Now back to Bailey. Still dive all back into their press. Finds Hawkins. Across the court, right wing. Good look inside from Hawkins out of Harden. Goes up for the shot. Kirsten Harden fouled. Foul caught against number four, Maya Moore. That will be her first fourth on the night. Lady Horn's doing a great job right or Harden's doing a great job right now of putting that ball in a bad position defensively. He needs to make some of these free throws, make it worth it. First free throw from Harden is up and it's good. Two of seven now from the line. Second free throw. There you go. It's a good time now to uh, to get, get things going from the line. 44-31, your score. Lady Hornets trail by 13. Trying to insert way back into this ball game and take down die ball. Just got to do it one stop at a time, one possession at a time. Now it's Hubbard working near half court. Die ball not in a hurry to get the offense going at all. Hubbard goes to her right, dribbles back out. Inside to Maya Moore. Free throw line kicked out to Mott. Back up top now to Hubbard. Cross court pass to Simmons. Left side. Simmons pump fakes on the left corner. Goes up for the shot, but she's blocked by Harden. Rebounded by Grand George. Out to Hubbard on the break. Hubbard right side. Splits defenders. Back door. Look over to Casey McCarty. Will she make the layup? No. And rebound for Hubbard. We missed the opportunity there. We got a great shot there. Just need to capitalize. Now Hubbard goes up for the layup again. Right side. This time she's fouled. Lead by Casey McCarty. Foul will be caught against Casey. That's her first on the night. You don't want to send this die ball team to the free throw line. Yeah, because they just—they seem to execute. They seem to make free throws. Really, 104 from the night. Well, wow, that's, that's unlike it, all the yeah. rest of the games. The rest of the games, they've—they've they've made. They haven't shot many free throws though. Either that's, that's true. Show. 
Hubbard does make the first. 45-31, now your score. Second free throw coming. That one's up. That one's good as well. Making now two of five, 40% from the line. So 46-31, your score. Hubbard with the ball, crossing half court. Trying to cross half court. Runs into Tiffany Simmons. Simmons now comes up with a steal. Not a block or a charge called. Simmons got off the ground, came up with a back pick. Found hate, Mott on the left side layup. And I hate good. plays like that. That is my pet peeve. It's got to be something. You can't call, If you're going to call it a block, call it a block. If you're going to call it a charge, call it a charge. But you can't call nothing. Hubbin trying to make the full court pass up the court to Harden. Harden, though, falling out of bounds on the sideline. Not a, not a good look. Just a, That was almost like one of those panic moves. You're trapped. You just yeah. got to throw it up to somebody. And so that's exactly what happened. So 48-31 your score. Hubbin will check out. Grand George will check out. On the court for the Lady Hornets, Hawkins, Dillard, Thomason, McCarty, and Harden. The Lady Hornets trail by 17, largest deficit of the ball game. So it's Hubbard working the free throw on to Simmons. Wide open jumper. You can't leave her open. She's such a good shooter anyways. Yeah, the Hornets right now are kind of not in a rhythm right now defensively. They're kind of scattered. I don't know if they know they're running, if they think they're running man or zone. Hawkins takes one dribble after receiving the full court pass. Beautiful job on the right side of the court trying to get it across. Once we got it there, Hawkins just threw the pass. Even though Kirsten Harden is a six-foot freshman, yeah. the ball did go out of bounds. So another turnover for the Lady Hornets. And so 16 on the night now. Done a better job in the second half there. I think we only had that's four turnovers here in the second half. So we've done a better job, but still just little mistakes right now is what's killing the Lady Hornets. So now Haywood attacks the left baseline for, for the die ball lady. Jack shots up, air ball, rebound from McCarty. Back to Dillard, now back to Casey. Now Casey up to Thomason. Dribbling with the left hand, avoids the, the, the pick attempt there from Williams. Good handoff, though. Thomason finds Harden. Now to McCarty, left hand layup, no good. A little bit short rebound from Mia Williams. Baseball pass, one hand up the court to wow. Mott. What a pass. If y'all could have seen that one. Doesn't result in any points, though, but... Tell you what, Maya uh, Williams just made a pass from the um, our free throw line, a one-hand bounce pass full court to Kamari Mott in stride. That was impressive. I don't think I'm not even I don't, sure if uh, Kyrie Irving, Orlando, yeah. any of those guys can make that kind of pass. Yeah, that's an NBA type pass. <laughs> that's impressive. That's in, she's showing off her arm, showing why she's a shortstop on the softball team. <laughs> yeah, short off. <laughs> And so 50 to 31 is your score. Full timeout taken by Coach Hines and the Lady Hornets as a pad pin pause. We'll be back with Lady Hornet basketball here on the Nets. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. And welcome back. Dive ball with the basketball off the inbounds. Timeout taken by Coach Hines. They work it into Kamari Mott. Right block. She's fouled, though, by Kirsten Harden on the going for her block attempt. I had one massive block just a couple minutes ago in the game. That's Harden's second foul of the game. 
We've had eight fouls so far. We've done a great job of not fouling, but I think this fourth quarter we've given up a couple fouls that right. kind of hurt us. Yeah, eight fouls, not even just a half in, in, in the game as a whole. So first free throw now uh, from Mott is a miss. Off the front iron. Second free throw now. That one's up and good. That ball was already set up in the press. They were ready to come. As soon as that ball went yeah. through. So Langford with it now. She checked in after, after the break. Trying to pass up to Hawkins. Deflected though by Tiffany Simmons. And hands just all over the all over the place for die ball. How, as they always do. Yeah, the deflections are one of the biggest things for this team. They throw the offense off a little bit. And then they're able to get turnovers. Lord now to Thomason. Now outside the Langford. Back to Marcy. Right block. Attacking the baseline. Pull up jumper. It's up. Tipped by Mia, Mia Williams. Pardon me. And recovered by Tiffany Simmons. Simmons takes a couple dribbles. Goes out of bounds. No foul call. Die ball pleading for one. Instead of the Lady Hornet basketball on the baseline. As we look like we're at max capacity here in the gym, I think they might have shut the door. So if you haven't made it out here yet, uh, don't bother coming. Just keep on listening here. Dillard off the inbounds, pulls a three right corner. No good offensive support for Harden, and she's fouled by number two, Tiffany Simmons. None too pleased with the call. Simmons, uh, one of several uh, seniors for die ball. You see that just then? What happened? Uh, walking by, just gave a little elbow or uh, little shoulder shove right into into Dillard. Interesting. Harden though misses the first free throw. Harden now three of nine from the, for the night. Second free throw coming. That one's up and it's good. 51-32 down the score. Harden with four points overall. Lady Hornets jumping to a little full court pressure. Maya Williams has it. Working against Hawkins. Crossover dribble. Fake strike. Goes left dribble. Kick in the corner out of Simmons. Pulls the left corner. Three. She can. And just she's like a that. great shooter. She's so consistent, man. Her shot's the exact same every time. And that's that's the definition of how to be a great shooter. Keep it the same and just knock it down. 54-32. Hawkins with it. Now beating the press. Going to Harden. Harden fouled as she went up for the shot. Harden's had a strong game. She just missed. What was she? Four from eight? From free throw? No. Four of ten from the free throw line. She, you know, needs to improve that to at least 60, 70 percent, and she'd be the leading scorer right now. So Harden, her first free throw is up, and once again struggles to continue from the line. I haven't seen her struggle this uh, uh, this severely yeah. uh, throughout district play to this point. She, she's shot well, for, especially from the free throw line there in district. Just this game, it's she's not in a rhythm up there on the free throw line. Misses both. Rebound for Dival. Score 54-32, and Simmons will bring it up the court now for the Lady Jacks. Golly, 9 of 22 from the line, as, as Jared whispers in my ear here. Uh, not a uh, uh, not a stat that would allow us to win this game. It looks like this game a little bit out of reach for the Lady Hornets. We're going to have to have something special happen here uh, very soon in order to make a comeback. And Maya Williams guarded by Langford uh, closely, and Coach Emmons calls a timeout for Dyball. And so a 3.35 to play in the fourth quarter. The score is 54-32. Don't go anywhere. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball here on the next. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? 
Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Welcome back after the timeout taken by Dieball. They get the ball into Hubbard. Left corner three for her, surprisingly. How it seems like every other three has gone in for Dieball tonight. That one was just off. Yeah, yeah, they've shot really well tonight from deep. Dillard finds Langford. Pull-up jumper, 15 feet left wing. No good. Offensive board for Collard. Now inside. Thomason shot from the left block. Too strong. Offensive putback, though, for Harden. That one won't go either. And a foul caught somewhere on the play. Foul caught against number 55, Kirsten Harden, going for the board. Offensive foul there going over the back. So three for her now in the game. Double the foul total for the Lady Hornets in the second half and what we had in the first. Hudman will check in for Harden. Trying to figure out substitution right now. Oliphant checking in now for Dieball. In for Haywood. And so Mia Williams, Maya Williams, pardon me, will come up working against Hawkins. Back to the left now to Mott. Mott about 10 feet outside the arc. Dribbles in. Works over to the left. Now to Hubbard. Hubbard guarded by Hudman. To the right now. Back to Maya Williams. She's open. Right wing looking up top of the Simmons. Simmons top of the Curry. Top of the key. Pardon me. Back over to Mott. Attacking the basket. Right hand. Stripped away. Recovered though by Dival's Oliphant. Outside to Maya Williams. And Dival looking very intently. They're trying to set up an offense and not just take any shot here. Yeah, very patient. They're not trying to run the clock down. They already got a 22-point lead right now, just trying to get out of here with the win on senior, senior night. And Coach Emmons not pleased with something, not pleased with the execution there. He's, you can tell he's doing game, uh, game plan prep for, for playoffs. Yeah. He set them up for, for a long run. So score, 54-32, 2-11 to play in the fourth. This is Hudson Lady Hornet basketball, basketball here on the next. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. 54-32 is your score. Williams with it. Works through right to Mike. Mike guarded by Thomason closely. Lady Hornet shifts it to a man-to-man defense, trying to get as much pressure as possible here on his team. Now Hubbard has it. Dribbles with the left hand. Gets it to the paint. Now we'll dribble it back out. Now she goes in and out. Move. What a good step back and then attacking. Kind of a rocker step there from the right side. Gets the layup to fall easily. 56-32. Great way to change speeds there, too. That Ball handling-wise, a lot of it's just changing your speed. Thompson receives a pass right wing. Making the pass back up to Dillard. Ball intercepted by Hubbard. Goes on the break, and she's fouled by Marcy. To send die ball. Shooting one-on-one on this one. I think it is one-on-one. Now, Tom, uh, McCarty will check in for Marcy. Let's see. I think it is going to be six they just, or seven. They just haven't updated now. 
As soon as I say how, I just want to speak the word. It just happens. How about that? So Hubbard going to the line. One, one and one opportunity here. Shots up and it's good. Lady Hornets, what could be better than a hot, fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich with large fries and a sweet tea? Only having it ready for you the moment you walk in the front door. Download the Chick-fil-A app so you can skip the line and place and pay for your order. All from the palm of your hand. Chick-fil-A South of the Crossing. Available for uh, dinner and for breakfast. It's pretty much awesome. Got to admit. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is the place to Their go. app, and I mean, it's just make the best food in town just escalate to another level. So 58-32 now your score. McCarty with the left wing. Cross court pass to Dillard. Right wing. She's open. Right wing three. It's up off. A little bit to the, to the right of the goal. Ball loose on the ground. Recovered by Langford on the ground, but stolen by Mott on the pass. So Mott now guarded by Brianna. Goes up to the left. And gets over to Hubbard. Hubbard fouled out by Madison Hawkins on the right side. One, once again, another one-on-one opportunity coming now for, for Shayla Hubbard. Coming up after tonight's game, don't go anywhere. We do have an uh, incredibly tight, um, a lot of hype around this game as, as our boys are taking on die ball here at die ball High School. This is uh, not mathematically wise, but just about uh, cinches the district title. Whoever wins tonight's game, they come into it both sitting at the top of district 5-1 uh, so far. It's going to be a great game, uh, highly competitive, lots of energy here in the building, here in a packed out, uh, maxed out gym at die ball High School. So fun one coming your way. Uh, right after this game. Yeah, it's going to be up and down. It's going to be you know highs and lows. It's going to be a great basketball game. And if you're not able to come here because you know we're already maxed out, it's be, hopefully it's as good to listen to as it will be the game. If Howard doesn't screw it up, we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Howard's probably the much better half here on the broadcast. 60-32 is your score. Spin move from Hawkins from the left elbow after both made free throws. No good rebound for Haywood. Haywood now fouled, though, by Dillard in an attempt to get the tie ball. Uh, with 53 seconds to go, Lady Hornets trail 60-32. to 32. Second foul of the night against uh, Brianna Dillard. Lady Hornet basketball on the nest is brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin, Dr. Dan Fuentes, Real Graphics, Pat Penn and Timber Country Real Estate, Sound Techs, First Banking Trustees, Texas, Sheldon's Place, Grando's Baking Company, Chick-fil-A, South Loop Crossing, and Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Front end of the one-on-one is missed by, by Haywood. Now Hawkins has it up the left wing off the pass from Hubbard. Pulls a three, and Maddie Hawkins gets the second three of the night for the Lady Hornets, her first three points of the game. So 60-35, Simmons has it, guarded by Hawkins. Spin move. Up the left side of the court, and Maddie commits a foul. The 25-point game. Simmons going to the line now for two as, as Dybal's in the double bonus. First free throws up. It's good. Second free throw now coming from Simmons. That one's up and it's good as well. And Sub's coming in for Dybal. Most of the seniors will step off the court. Last time playing here on their home court. Dominating win there for the Lady Jacks. 62-35. The score. 
group of seniors gets to see their, their win streak continue to 40. It'll be 43 games in a row won in district play by die ball. That's pretty much dominance, Hallett. Yeah, it's dominating in this district. McCarty has it for the Lady Hornets. Pulls it left wing three after the substitution. Gets that one to go. 62-38, six points now for Casey. Up the court in a hurry now. Up the court now in a hurry. Didn't see the number on it. Number 24, uh, Nia Mitchell. Fouled by Grand George on the layup. First free throw is coming now for Mitchell. It's up. Bounces around but won't go in. Cassidy Wilman will check in for uh, Madison Hawkins. 13 seconds to go. Lady Hornets now uh, waiting to hear scores tonight between uh, center and Rusk to find out who will be playing in the first round of playoffs. We will automatically guarantee we do get the second spot in district. Nothing to be ashamed of. Lady Hornets hurry down the court. Eight seconds on the clock. Dillard pulls a deep three. Balls up. Tipped out of bounds. Last touch by Wilman in an attempt to get the rebound. So Dabal now doing the inbounding. Williams gets it in to Moore. Right side, two on the clock, one on the clock. And that's how we'll do it. Final being 63-38. Lady Hornets got this one, but second seed in district still intact. And now playoffs on the horizon for the Lady Hornets. We wish Dyball a great run now that district play is officially yeah. over. Wish them a great run in playoffs. But uh, we'll have all the action for Lady Hornet basketball uh, on the playoffs coming up as well. So it's uh, going to be a good night. Good district season overall. Can't complain. But I'll tell you what, folks, if you like district basketball, high school basketball at its finest, we have a great game coming your way here uh, tonight. Before we go, we'll give the advanced stats of the game. Brought to you by Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Leading our scores tonight for the Lady Hornets still. Marcy Thomason with eight. Brianna Dillard with eight of her own. Casey McCarty with six. Hannah Grand George, five. Harden with four. Madison Hawkins with three. Bailey Hudson with two. And not... Not to be forgotten, Carla Langford chipped in two as well. Uh, pretty good game overall. Uh, just couldn't quite uh, pull uh, pull off the win here on the road. Tough opponent on Dieball Senior Night. So once again, we wish them a, a good postseason run. But don't go anywhere, folks. Coming up right after the break, we get to break down talk with Coach Rob Peterson about this district matchup, district title matchup coming up right away. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you are looking to planning your financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans, 
Brad Morris can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-3378. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. Well, hello and welcome to Ball High School tonight. Happy to be with you here on a Tuesday evening. Our Hornets getting ready to take on the Ball Lumberjacks here on the road. Going to be a fun uh, night overall. We have exciting basketball coming your way uh, for all intents and purposes. Not mathematically cinched, but guess what? The winner of tonight's game is definitely uh, going to win district here and district 24A, which is a huge uh, benefit to whoever uh, is able to come up with a uh, come up with the number one spot for playoff implications. I'm Chris Simmons. Happy to be with you here tonight. Joined on the air by partner, color commentator, Hallett Zayer. Hallett, fun night. We've yeah, got a lot of energy exciting. here in the building. Uh, it's been building up to this point. You knew, uh, you kind of had this feeling coming into to the season, looking at it on, on, on paper, uh, that the Hornets were going to be coming back right here with a chance to win district, and it's going to go, all roads go through die ball this season. Yeah, we knew at the beginning of the year that this was, you know, the road game, the last road game for the of the season and the last, the big game of the season because you, you were hoping that you would at least split coming in against die ball after we lost that first one. So coming in this game, it's, you know, for everything basically, die ball seeding, uh, I mean, seeding in playoffs, you know, you're beating your rival die ball who they've been a pretty good team for the past few years and there's a lot of their game, a lot of their players are seniors coming in they want to beat Hudson and win district yeah you're, so you're exactly right coming from, be fun yeah coming from their point of view this is a huge game for them for us too but for them you know this is a huge game to show that hey Hudson doesn't run this district we we, Absolutely. we compete so, too lots of play for tonight we'll break it down even more we've done a lot of research on this yep. one we're prepared we feel good we got <laughs> uh, look this game is so, such a big deal we got to put on uh, 94-7 the day for to talk about it from from 11 to 1 big so time, that, was, that was a uh, I know big time right <laughs> and so it was it was a fun night we've got a great night of basketball coming your way don't go anywhere this we'll talk with coach Rob Peterson in just a moment this is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the nest 
When you are looking to planning your financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans, Brad Morris can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-3378. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And joining me now inside the nest is our Hornets coach, Rob Peterson. So, Coach, uh, coming into a big game like this on the road in Die Ball, very tough place to play. Uh, there's a lot riding uh, on this game, uh, a lot of playoff implications, but specifically uh, with district and district standings. Talk to about how you've been preparing uh, your team for this big game, for this big uh, moment, with the possibility to really set yourself apart at the top of the district. Uh, you're right. This is a, this has a lot of implications uh, because of where our goals began the year before, and back in October was to win district and so uh, it's kind of come down to the point of you know both teams tied and with two games left after that but we know a lot can happen tonight um, with a row win at their place so um, I like to think the past week or so our, our, our games been kind of somewhat unfocused and I guess because we're looking ahead to this point right here luckily we took care of business in between then and uh, we talked to them extensively the past couple of days as far as our practices go and after practice and things we designed around it as far as what we are doing tonight to help us ensure that and so the, the, the kids are have really focused they had a real good practice yesterday and um, you know hopefully we'll come out tonight and, and look like it and, and give ourselves a chance in the end to, to win the game yeah hopefully that uh, that Jasper game is behind us and that team has, has stayed back in the locker room and a new team came out but hey we came up with a win and, and what was an ugly game we still got it anyways but now coming uh, on the road to die ball we lost previously this year by six uh, it was it was a pretty pretty good game there was a lot of different things a lot of uh, just atmosphere things official things and stuff like that that is out of our control uh, but playing against this die ball team you've seen uh, Polk go for 27 then down to 15 last game y'all are pretty successful in slowing him down what can you attribute that to and, and do you look to see more of the same uh, coming tonight uh, I, I see almost the same identical situation in the past two games as far as the environment goes and as far as the style goes. Now, defensively, we, we, our adjustments were basically to uh, focus more on keeping the ball out of the paint, which I thought we did a, a really good job on compared to the first game against them. And so it, it did force them to the perimeter. They did make 10 threes, but also had a lot more attempts, so which I think uh, helped us out. And plus, we had a few uh, hot, hot players ourselves during certain times. But, I mean, that's what it comes down to uh, in games like this. You know, in the first game, I thought, you know, Polk was hot against us. So, um, hopefully this game right here will be a balanced attack from all of us and, and uh, on the Hornet side, and then uh, we can do some of the same things uh, there. We got the experience uh, of playing an environment like that you know, from prior road games and also there, so we know what to expect. So uh, hopefully we can do a better job um, and, and give ourselves a chance in the end. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Y'all are no stranger to, to road games as y'all have uh, y'all have only played five home games to this point in, in our season, so a lot on the road. Um, what is the one thing tonight? So it's uh, I talked I talked about it earlier with Howard in our pregame that you know we've really got to uh, you, you see as Howard likes to say you see the uh, star players they got to show up on the road because your role players will show up at home most of the time. So uh, maybe not we don't have necessarily stars, but when you have uh, Josiah. 
and Javarius and, and that, that core trying to get, uh, get theirs, what is the one thing that you see uh, that y'all have to do tonight in order to pull off the win? Well, I feel like I've said it a lot uh, the past several games, and that's just giving the ball out of the paint. Like, I, I'm kind of starting to see a trend as far as uh, a lot of teams like to get in on us. I think you know, it kind of uh, contributes to our lack of uh, size uh, in a sense, but uh, we do have the speed and athletic ability to, to, uh, and, the, and the smarts to basically uh, cut them off. So we've done a good job past uh, probably three or four games as far as limiting the amount of easy looks or uh, penetrations in the paint and forcing outside shot, which I'd like to think has resulted in the scores of us you know, winning in the past uh, four or five in a row. Excellent. Well, Coach, let's uh, take care of business tonight. We'd love to have a uh, back-to-back district champs. That would be pretty, ni- and, uh, pretty nice, and tonight's a big step forward. So good luck to you, and let's go get a win tonight. Sounds great. Thank you. That was Hornets coach Rob Peterson joining us here inside the nest. Don't go anywhere as we have starting lineups coming your way in just a moment. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the nest. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. You can return to work or school immediately afterwards. And as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-8888. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. We thank 
Coach Rob Peterson for joining us here inside the nest, uh, talking with him just a second ago. We are in a big game tonight, Howard. This is this is the atmosphere. Uh, whoever wants the district championship has got to win on this court. Yeah. It's not here tonight. It's a big deal. Yeah, coming into the season, like we said, everybody circled this game and said district's probably going to come down to this. So it's going to be big. Uh, if we can get off to a fast start and you know show that we're in this game to win it, we're not just looking to get that second place in district. Absolutely, there's a lot of lot of stats that we can that we can throw our way, but uh, you know when we score 50 or more points, how we're 20 yeah. and one on the season. That one loss came here That's on right. this court to die ball, and so you know what, all bets are off. You can look at trends and analytics, and we'll talk about them throughout the game and what we've picked up. But overall, you've got to come to play. You've got to bring it every single possession, offensively and defensively, because tonight is a night that you've been, you've been fighting for. If you want to see long-term success in the playoffs, go more than one round. Yeah. Maybe that potential for go you to start, three or go to the region. Tonight is that night. It really start. starts tonight for us to show that we can do that and we can make a playoff run because you're playing, you know, this team's going to be in playoffs. This is a top-notch team. In, in, they might not be state-ranked, but they're top-notch in this district. But and we they need, have been at one They point. have, yes, they have. So is we. So, so have we. So it's going to be important for us to come out, show that we can play, show that get you know get that kind of nasty taste out of mess after the Jaff, Jasper game. Yeah, we won, but it wasn't very a pretty win At this all. game. Yeah. You know, get finish district strong and get into playoffs and make a run. I think you're right. Die ball um, is is back with Kevin Hurley, who's also a starter. Um, we got the starting lineup for your Hornets. Let's hear uh, who is in the starting lineup tonight. Hornets coming uh, into tonight's game. Uh, with a record of 24 uh, and seven, fantastic record on the season, sitting in first place in District Five and one. And tonight, such a big night. Let's hear who our starters are. Senior number 34, Lejavian Randall. Senior number 10, Josiah Gardner. Senior number 23, Jeffrey Stotts. Senior number 24, Javarius Cooper. Senior number 44, Jake Germany. And that wraps it up there for your Hornets. Hudson coming out in the road maroon. Die ball out in the, in the home white. Starters for the Lumberjacks, Khalil Covington, number four, Chaz Walls, number 11, Jesse Villanueva, number 10, Jamarcus Polk, the leader of this team. And then last but not least, Kevin Hurley Jr., number 23. Die ball wins the tip and things are underway. Here from Die ball High School, Chris Simmons, how they are on the call with you here this evening going to be an excellent night of basketball. Will Nueva now top of the key. Works to Hurley. Now dribble handoff with, with Oliphant. Behind the back dribble for Walls. Left elbow jumper. It's up. Bounces off the rim twice. No good. Offensive board for Hurley. His putback's no good. Recovered by Randall and we're on the break. Lejavian. Right side layup is up. Tough shot for him. No good. Ball loose. Offensive board for Randall and makes the pass over to Germany. Germany now free throw line. Cross court pass out of stop. Oh. The ball goes well over his head. Turnover for the Hornets to get back to dive ball basketball. Yeah, both teams need to kind of settle down. You know, a little strong on our shooting, a little strong on our passes. But, you know, this is a big game, and, you know, they're both kids too. So, you know, mistakes are going to happen. Absolutely, especially here early on. Covington now takes the top of the key. Three, wow, knocked it down. Flattest shot you've ever seen. Yeah. Got it to go nothing but net. Three to zero, your score, dive ball ahead. He hit a lot in homecoming too. I think he hit two or three. And Hudson, so we got to do a good job of closing out on the shooters. Him and uh, Villanueva, number 11, are really good shooters, especially if they get in a rhythm. Absolutely. Now Gargas with that left wing up top to Randall. Fakes right, dribbles left, pull up jumper, left elbow. It's up, and it's good. Lejavian answering. 3-2, to two. now you're scoring Hornets down by one. 
Yeah, he's had a really good stretch of games at home, and it's, it's good to see if we can, he can carry that over here and on the road in this big playoff uh, district game. Walls now to Hurley, attacking from the right wing, goes up for the layup, he's fouled. We'll send Hurley to the line now for two, and early on, Howard, you've already seen him get the offensive board, now he's yeah. drawing a foul, and, and, and the presence of, of Hurley is being, back on the court is being felt. Yeah, for die ball, that's a big boost uh, coming into this game, knowing he's going to be back, you know, test his ankle out, see if he can uh, get going early off, the, off that spring ankle, uh, ankle injury. Foul called on number 44, Jake Germany, his first. Hurley does get the first free throw to go. This first quarter is brought to you by First Bank and Trustees, Texas. Make the move and bank with confidence knowing that we've been providing the best hometown services for more than 60 years. Both free throws are good for Hurley Jr. 5-2 to two your score, die ball up by 3. They jump into a press early on. Gargas has it up the left sideline. Draws the block against number one, Khalil Covington. If we can get them in foul trouble yeah. early on, how we get to their bench, and that definitely plays into our Especially strength. if they're going to press like that, and we're able to get a couple fouls, draw them out of that press. Uh, oh, that's not good. Cooper on the inbounds pass. A lazy pass there, in, easily intercepted by Jamarcus Paul. Uncontested layup is good for him. Score now 7-2. to Gargas trying to inbound it. Once again, Polk comes up with another steal. But, wow, Gargas able to get in the paint to take a charge. Committing the steal and then setting the pick for the charge. Yeah. Didn't know if we were going to get the call or not, but fortunately we did. Dabo's come out strong, though, uh, defensively and leading to offense. we got to capitalize. We, they're in this press. we got to score off this press and break it. Well, JV now gets it in on the inbound up the left sideline. Trapped. Spins out. Dribbles around it. Cross-court pass down to Germany, right wing, gets by his defender in Polk, pump fakes, finds Randall, 16-foot jumper, left side, it's Good up. LeJavian gets that one to go, 7-4. to four. And remember, LeJavian had a heck of a game last yeah, time really he got yeah. on our home court. 21 points, uh, four back-to-back-to-back-to-back threes uh, there in the first half. It was pretty fantastic. But now Jamarcus Polk coming down, knocking down a tough shot from deep on the right wing, gets that one to go, 10-4 to four now. The score, Randall to the right to Stotts, attacking, but Stotts call for a travel. In transition, just took one too many steps after catching the ball. Turnover yeah. now. That's that's three early on for four. Pardon me, early on for the Hornets. Not a good start for us. Not a very good start so far. Randall, you know, hit a couple of jumpers, but we haven't gotten a groove offensively and defensively. We're struggling to close out on those shooters. So Walls not a Hurley Jr. cross skip uh, skip pass now to left corner to Polk. Pump fakes attacks goes up left side blocked by Cooper. Sending it out of bounds will be die ball basketball once again, but good defensive stop there by Cooper. Yeah, good defensive rotation there by the Hornets there to force the tough layup. Die ball gets it into Covington. Covington going by Gargas, floating layup is up. Wow, touchy call there against Josiah. We'll send Khalil Covington to the line uh, for two. Tell you what, last game held against uh, against Die Ball, our defensive effort was much improved, uh, preventing Polk, Jamarcus Polk, the leading scorer for Die Ball, from going from 27 down to 15, largely in part to the smart, uh, packed inside defense yeah. that we were playing. Yeah, we did a great job of containing him. We just struggled out with you know contesting the shooters, and they were able to hang in the game there for a while to the end, really, with just good three-point shooting. So hopefully here at home we can do a better job of making him do the same thing defensively and contest those shooters. Covington makes the first free throw, misses the second. Then Hurley gathers the offensive board on the second. He's fouled by Jeffrey Stotts. You're already seeing an impact by Hurley being on the court. Yeah, he, he was definitely missed for dive ball. They inbound it now to Polk. Deep right corner three, knocks down another one. And he's a streaky shooter, so it's dangerous when he gets hot. Stotts now right side layup. It's up floating over the body of Polk. Well too strong, rebound by Walls. Die ball up by 10. Walls up and under move. What a pretty nice move. move. Score Very now 16-4. 
Wow. Germany on the inbounds working against the press. Dival bringing it a blitz style right now, How bringing, bringing the blitz, and, and the Hornets kind of the deer in the headlights at this point. Yeah, the Hornets have struggled this year so far, you know, taking pressures. We saw the, the Paris tournament, so hopefully we haven't seen much pressure in district. Gargis breaks the press by himself, dribbles up, now kicks out to Germany. Germany attacking the basket, left-hand layup in front of the rim. That's good to go. First two points for Germany to score now 16-6. to six. Got to start getting stops on the defensive end. So Walls dribble handoff with Polk. He's already hit two. Guarded by Cooper. Now to Covington. He's hit one already as well. This one's up. Too short, though. Rebound for Randall. 16-6 your score. Randall, third rebound of the night. Finds Cooper on the right side to the right now to Stotts. Pump fakes. Attacks inside the Cooper. Post move for him. Kick out to Lejavian. Open right corner three. Yeah. Yes. Lejavian Randall now seven points in the game. Single head handily carrying the offense for the Hornets. 16-9. He just got die balls a number. So Walls now floating jumper right baseline. No good rebound for Germany. Germany to Cooper. First board for Jake. And now that was a good string of possessions, Howard. We're going to see a lot of punches being thrown by die ball. Yeah, you, figuratively, hopefully. Just you just got to you got to counter those runs Absolutely. by die ball because you know they're going to get on their very streaky team from the three. And they can, while they're pressing, which we haven't seen much, they can get on the little runs. Cooper pulls a right wing three. No good rebound for Polk, who leaves the break for the, for the Lumberjacks. Caught in traffic, able to dribble out of it somehow, though. Left wing back up top to Hurley and to Covington to reset the offense. 3.28 to go in the first 16-9. Your score, Chris Simmons, how is there on the call with you here from Dybal High School. Walls with the pump fakes left wing. Dribble handoff of Villanova, but he'll kick out now to Covington left baseline. Going up for the shot. Tough move. Wow, strong move as well. Covington, Gets it to go. Covington playing strong here at home. Like we said, role players usually play to their best at home, and so far he's done a great job. Gargis now attacking in transition. Goes up for the layup. Wow. Bogus charge called there against Gargis. The flop, but nonetheless called. 18-9. Kevin Hurley there taking taking the charge. Yeah, we've already seen his impact on the court. He hasn't made many. He hasn't, I don't think he's scored yet, but he's definitely made an impact uh, defensively and offensively that, that they didn't have in Hudson. Absolutely. Jamarcus White going to check in now for Khalil Covington uh, for, the, for the Lumberjacks. White had, uh, he was tied for the leading scorer with yeah. ball last game with 15. Hurley trying to attack the basket after receiving the pass. Got a little bit ahead of himself. Lost control of the ball. Goes off his foot. That's Dabal's first turnover tonight. Gargis now will check out. Jacob Pierce will check in for the Hornets. He has two fouls early. So, like we saw in Jasper, against Jasper, is he getting a little foul trouble early. Really going to hurt this offense. So, it's Cooper now right wing back up top to Germany. Germany going back to the right to, to stop looking inside on the post up. Cooper's doubled cross-court pass, though, for the Hornets. Jacob Pierce has attacking left baseline. Stripped from the back by Villanueva. A strong, uh, smart move there on the defensive end. Up the court now to Jamarcus White. Layup is good and one. He did a great job in Hudson last game running the court and getting easy baskets like that. If he keeps, if he keeps that up here, it's going to be a tough game for us Hornets. For our Hornets. Exactly right. So 20-9 your score now. 2.20 to go here in the first. Seven fouls being caught here in the first quarter alone. White makes makes a free throw. And so after the made free throw, Coach Rob Peterson of the Hornets is going to take a timeout. Full timeout taken. This Pat Penn calls is brought to you by Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate. Don't go anywhere. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the net. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility 
complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. And welcome back after the timeout. Almost got things back going, but the student section from Dybal let a, a, a ball run, roll out onto the court. And so now Hornets will have to inbound it one more time. Cooper doing the honor. Finds Germany. Germany back to, uh, to Javarius. Taking a couple dribbles with the right hand. Gets across half court. Now picks it up in his trap. Cross court pass to Pierce. Jacob Pierce that is now to Zach Pierce. who just checked into the game at, at the timeout break. Zach with, with a haircut. Absolutely. <laughs> so Pierce now to the right side to Cooper. Taking a couple dribbles. Left hand spin move inside the paint. Spin move back. Now to Zach Pierce. Inside to Cooper. Left block. Pump fakes. Goes up and he's fouled. Smart move there by Javaris. He saw the basket, got it, uh, went up, pump fake, drew the foul. That's, that's exactly what you asked for. Yeah, he made a great move there, uh, getting to the basket, getting to the free throw line. Hopefully we can capitalize on these free throws. Foul caught, caught against Jamarcus White. His first, team third. And the, and the free throw for Javaris is good, his first of the night. He's going to have to be big in this game with uh, Josiah with uh, two fouls, two quick fouls. Second free throw from Cooper. Short offensive board for Germany. Now he's under the basket. Trap kick out to Randall. Zach Pierce, top of the key. Works to his right, and he's fouled. Oh. A second call. Oh, it looked like he was fouled on the pass, but they're going to get a three-second call against Jake Germany in the paint. Tough call there. Yeah, it looked like he was outside the lane, but he must have jumped right, <laughs> right, 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 as the, right as it was being called. So Walls now will set up the offense for the Lumberjacks. Top of the key. Works left to Villanueva. Hornets in a 3-2 zone. Dabal just going to work it around. Polk on the inside. Uh, that, that should be a travel, if anything. Come on, man. We're going to say a hold caught against number 13. Zach Pierce. That's a tough call. A yeah, very tough call. And it looked like they got all ball there, and he just traveled, but... For the Hornets, you got to keep your composure and not give up an easy basket. White off the inbounds, gets the ball inside the paint. His shot's up, no good. Offense, or almost an offensive board, but now pulled down by Randall. Randall called with a double dribble, though, trying to gather himself. Seven turnovers, Seven turnovers. here. Just the, the first quarter, quarter, pardon me. Kay Johnson checks in now for LeJavian. So Hurley doing the inbounding, works to the right to Polk. Open, right corner three. He's hit two, not three, though. Now offensive board for Walls. Walls out to Hurley for the three. That one's up. No good offense or defensive board for Jacob Pierce. Jacob to Zach Pierce, back to Germany, and back to Zach. Zach now near half court, loses control of the ball, goes out of bounds. Hornets just all out of sorts right now. No rhythm to the game whatsoever for him. Yeah, the, the press is... Not really, like, it's not the press that's calling the turnovers, it's ourselves. We're, be we're beating ourselves, especially on that. You saw that we're just out of sync right now with our press break. 
Top of the key, three now for Walls from deep, no good. But Dabal once again, another offensive board. Inside pass now from Polks over to, to over to White, down low and White. Thirty second call. Oh, three seconds in the lane call. Okay, good deal. So Hornet basketball now. Zach Pierce doing the inbounding, gets it into Cooper on the left, back to Pierce. Yeah, somebody middle here. There you go. Now Jacob Pierce up the, up the court to Javari's right wing. Crossover dribble inside the paint. A lot of contact. Nothing called. Kick out to Zach. Three's up. And it's good. good. Zach Pierce, first three points of the game for him. Kind of a great time when the Hornets needed a little spark. 21-13, second three of the night for the Hornets. Now it's Polk working against Cade Johnson. To the left now to build away. He'll pull a three of his own. Die ball so good at answering. And they continue that story here with a made three from Villanueva. He did that in Hudson last game really well. Just knocking down those open threes. We've got to do a better job of closing out on those shooters. Jake to Zach. Now up the court to Jacob Pierce. Crossing half court top of the key. Four on the clock. Layup is up. Reverse. Too far off the glass. Pierce not able to make it. Shots Ooh. up from Dybal at the buzzer. No good from half court. And at the end of one, 24-13 is your score. Here in the district championship game of District 24A. Don't go anywhere. We have a great game coming your way. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nets. When you are looking to plan your financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans, Brad Morris can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-3378. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back after the break. Coming into the second quarter, Hornets trailing 24-13. How? What did we do well? What did we not do so well there in the first quarter? Uh, defensively, we just given up, you know, open shots. Not, we're contesting a few, but just open three-point shots. We saw that a lot in the girls' game, and you're seeing that a lot now. With Dybal is a shooting team. They like to get those outside shots. They got four threes in that first first uh, quarter. Uh, the press, we're not breaking the press well. We're just struggling to get in some type of rhythm. And it doesn't help anything that, that Gargas is having to sit down exactly. with two fouls here in the first half. Germany free throw line off the inbounds. Hornets will have it to start. Loses control of it. Stripped by Villanueva. Coming on top. Works to his left over to Walls. Walls now. There should have been a charge called. Nothing was there. And Germany commits the foul, though. Smart foul on the defensive end. Fouling Chaz Walls going up for the shot. Second foul of the night now for Jake Germany. But they, I mean, how uh, it was a foul against Hornets, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But that, whenever Villanueva keeps running through and we're trying to take the charge, you've got to get it that passes call. Passes out, you want to get that charge. Especially, it's got to be something. Those, those are, it's got to be something. Either call it a block or call it a charge. It's not just a no call. Walls makes the front end of the one on one as Dybal's now in the bonus. Five and six from the line. They, they make their free throws and. They're a well-coached team. You just got to do a better job here in the second quarter than we did in the first quarter and inch our way closer in this game to half. Second free throw is good from Walls as well. And make it now 26-13. Pierce with it. Works to Cooper. Cooper now coming up the court. Pump fakes. Nearly stripped, but able to get the pass over to Zach Pierce. Zach now looking down low to Johnson. Fakes a pass. Spin move inside now to Germany. 
One dribble pull up for Jake in front of the rim. Bounces around the rim, but good, good to finish. go. Four points for him now in the game. Jake's going to have to play smart with two fouls here, but we need him on the court. Yeah, the, the big district game, you know, you got to play some of these guys if you're in foul trouble. You, like, we'll see if uh, Josiah comes out here in the second quarter a little bit just to hopefully, you know, get things going. So Walsh to the left of Hurley. Fakes right, pull up jumper, 15 feet left side, knocks it down. Very nice Does move Kevin by Hurley. Hurley Jr. 28-15, now your score. Germany with it. Working up the court to the right. Ball's deflected. Ball loose. Tipped out of bounds by Dieball. An attempt that how they just have hands all over the court. Our long passes aren't helping ourselves at all. We've got to make those passes shorter. Yeah, we haven't seen a press in, you know, very, in a long time. And I don't know if uh, we were ready for Dieball to come out in a press. So scouting-wise, we need to do a better job of realizing that we need to work on that press and defeat it and uh, get points off of it. Top of the key, Javarius has it, pulls it, the shot from the left block, fading away, no good. Rebound for die ball, Jamarcus Polk. He's coming in transition. That's got to be a charge called. Yes, it is. Charge called against number 10, Jamarcus Polk. None of the other refs saw it that were actually near the ball. Yeah. The one trailing on the back end saved their butts on it. But we'll take it. That's two for Jamarcus now. One more against him. We can get him in some foul trouble, get him off the court. Yeah, with two fouls, he plays aggressive. If we can get another charge call like that. Good pass from Pierce up the court to Cooper. Layup is up and good for Javarius. They're in that press. They're up heavy. If we can break it like that and get, you know, two-on-one opportunities, Javarius finish a layup, we'll, we can inch our way back into this game. That's just how to do it. Wall spin move on the right sideline. Good to the basket. Uncontested. At the very end, good move there by Jake Jeremy to come and strip it off the leg yeah. of Chaz Walls. And so now momentum starting to, to, to the pendulum slowly starting to swing back in the favor of the Hornets. So we'll see what comes of it. 6-13 to go here in the first half. 28-17 is your score. That ball takes a timeout, so we'll take a break as well. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Back, 6.13 to go here in the second quarter. Hornets trailing by 11. Pierce trying to get it in. Does so to Germany. Now tip pass over to Cooper. Cooper now, Jacob Pierce inside the paint. Layup is up, and it's good. Full court, coast to coast, and that's how you beat the press. That's, how, that's how you beat the press, and you score off of it. You give easy, easy opportunities on offense. More importantly now for the Hornets games within single digits. Hornets going in a 2-2-1 zone here. Kind of a half-court zone. Now it's Walls, back to, to Polk, left side, Villanueva, three is up. Wow, looked good from here, but offensive board for Hurley after the miss. Inside to White, White spin move in the paint. Called foul. Foul called against, I think, Zach Pierce down low. This is going to call pushing foul, I'm not sure. Yeah. That'll be his second foul as well. You don't like to see that because now that we're in, oh, we're in single bonus right now for die ball, they get two free throws, or one free throw at least. Yeah, exactly right. Free throws coming. And there. First one's good from, from Jamarcus White. Seven of eight from the line so far tonight. Very good free throw shooting team. Next free throw coming. 
Well, I jinxed him, so yeah, it's positive. That worked well for you. <laughs> so now it's rebound to Pierce. Pierce trapped, trying to find Zach Pierce. Just throws it in the middle. Ball loose. And Javari Scooper fouled, though, by Demarcus White in an attempt to go for the steal. So 28-19 your score. Oliphant will check in. He, he had a Marcus White. He had a strong game at uh, Hudson. Oliphant did starting. I think he ended up starting in Hudson. Yeah, he he, he did, and he played yeah. very well. Tell you what, Dieball just did a good, such a good job there when we were at home answering every one of our runs yeah. with a with a timely three point shot. They made ten. Uh, they shot thirty one of them, but they did make ten three pointers that were uh, pretty much they, they could have been daggers, but it, we it, had to fight back. From it, it seemed like every, all ten of those was after we went on a run too. Yeah. Foul called against number 11, Jesse Villanueva down low as Cooper was trying to post him up. Foul count, 8 to 6. Uh, 8 for the Hornets, 6 for Dieball. Cooper trying to get in, does so to Pierce. Pierce nearly stripped, able to gather himself, goes up, draws contact. Doesn't matter that he doesn't get the call because he made the shot anyways. Four points for Jacob Pierce now, 29 21. So now it's Wall stripped on the left side. Okay, I was about to say, there was no foul call there. Good grief. This official, though, that was, I mean, we got the call. That's great yeah. for Hudson, but it's the wrong call. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he's, he's traveled with the ball on the ground. And when he pauses 10 seconds to make the call, that's when you know that, that he's trying to get the attention there for each call that's made. Zach Pierce has it now up the court to Cade Johnson, left sideline. Cade, transition pull up jumper, 15 feet. Bounces around, no good. Tip in from Cooper, no good. But gets his own yeah, board yeah. after a tip over from Germany. And Javari is just that one to go, 29 13. Hornets have called their way back into this one six-point game. That's what you like to see. You have three bench players out there right now. Exactly right. Walls to Polk. Now back to Walls. Left side. Left elbow extended from the deep. Works it back over to the right. Now it's Oliphant. Right corner. Back to Polk. Goes back with the left hand. Gets in the paint. Out of control. Layup is up. No good. Rebound for Germany. Who's fouled? There by number 15. Darian Oliphant. Being rewarded there for just being in good position to grab the board. Whenever you set yourself up, good things happen for that. Yeah, especially on the defensive end, where we're capitalize and we like we're going on a little run now. It'll be interesting to see how Dybal comes out after these free throws if they're able to answer with three like they were in Hudson. If not, then maybe we can keep on on our run and you know get a lead by halftime. Exactly right, Germany. Now going to the line for the one and one opportunity. Front end of it though is missed. Rebound for Hurley. Free throw is going to be a huge deal all throughout this game. Dylan Webber now left wing with it. Stripped by Johnson. Johnson now trying to gather it. He does so. Crossover dribble. Hands off to Germany. Germany up and under. Move. No way. No way. That's terrible. Terrible call there. But it happens. So 29-23. You got to live with it now. Hornets have to. After recover after kind of a tough call there. Villanueva with the ball, left block, goes up with the shot under the basket, no good. And Oliphant gets the offensive board, but not before he goes over the back. So now that's quickly his second, and the Hornets will get another opportunity with free throws. Yeah, we got to capitalize on these free throws. We're uh, one for three so far. We saw that was a big deal in the girls' game, especially on the road. You want to make these free throws. You got to help yourself out however you can. If you yeah. don't do that, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. The Hornets have shown over the year that they can win without making their free throws, but they just make it that much harder on themselves. Germany front end of the one-on-one is good. Five points for him now on the game. 
making the score 29-24. Second free throw from Jake is up. Bounces around, no good. Offensive go. board nearly pulled down by Cooper, but stripped by Oliphant. Out of bounds off a dive ball, though J.B. Randall will now check in for Jake Germany. Randall had a strong first quarter. Be interested to see if he can carry that over to the second quarter. Had seven points. Cooper trying to get it in, does so to Johnson. Johnson going to the right, inside post move to Cooper. Pump fakes once, goes up, tough shot. No good, rebound by Villanueva. Up the court now to Polk, on the break. Polk foul, good foul there by Zach Pierce. That's how to do it. Yeah, you take fouls like that in transition, nothing easy. That's his third foul. Yeah, his third foul, but guess what? In that situation, preventing the two guaranteed points, not going to make him earn it from the yeah. line, uh, you'll take it. Ten fouls now against the Hornets, so dive ball in the double bonus. So Polk going to the line, 4-2, first free throws up. And it bounces around, but we get it to go. So it looks like Pierce will stay in the game with three fouls. Yeah, you already have Josiah and uh, Jake with two. So at some throws. point, you got to keep some players in. Second free throw, no good. Rebound by Zach Pierce. Now to Lejavian Randall. Inside the paint. Floating layup is up. Oh, oh my God. Good grief. Get a clue as to what a charge is. Somebody on this court. He's a charge called against Randall. They keep calling this. They keep calling these charges, but they're, you know they're not they're flops because they're not running into him. They're they're going right beside we're, him. We're avoiding the contact. Yeah. They're falling back anyways and, and getting the benefit of that call. That's taking away six points from us. Uh, and, and without that six points, that would be that's uh, the difference high in game. the game right now. Yeah. Polk now right wing three on the answer. No good rebound by Jacob Pierce. Jacob out to Lejavian right side layup. Jaws contact. That better be yeah. on the shot. Looks like it will be Lejavian going to the line now for two free throws. But I'll tell you what, when the officials get so involved, how they have to blow the whistle now every time you go down the court, it seems like. And yeah. that kills rhythm to the game, kills momentum I mean, for each team, and it makes it an awful game to watch. We got 19 fouls already in the three minutes left in the game. In the first half. In the first half. The refs are definitely making an impact in this game. Lejavian's first free throw, although albeit super flat, gets that one to, to fall in. 30-25 is the score. It's three fouls on Oliphant so far off the bench. For Dabo. It looks like if this comes down to a game of a bench play, I believe the Hornets have the advantage there. Yeah. I think they can help us out. Nine points now for LeJavian in the game after making both free throws. 30-26, your score. Hornets down by four. In the corner, Polk has it. Left baseline. Goes up strong. Where was the contact there? I told you, how. Once, once they become the focal point of this game, they're going to blow the whistle every single time. Four fouls now against Zach Pierce. Tough call against him as he just stayed yeah. there. He just stayed in front of him, doing what he was supposed to. Jeffrey Stotts will now check in for him. Rashid Hallad. Rashid. Ball don't lie. <laughs> That's the first free throw. Ball don't lie. Shout out, Rashid. <laughs> he missed the second one. Rashid. Ball don't lie. We'll take it. Hornets now working against the press. Cooper finds Randall, top of the key. Fakes the shot, now kicks the right corner. Stotts off the bench. Will he hit it? No. Rebound for Kay Johnson. Outside to Jacob Pierce. Now up top to Randall. Randall crossover dribble pump fakes finds Stotts right side. Set something up here. The Hornets have been able to overcome a, uh, a double-digit lead down by 11 at the end of the first, making a four-point game now. Johnson with it left wing pump fakes, cruise right to Randall open right wing three. Oh, it looked good. Looked good, just didn't quite go in. Rebound by Polk up the court now to Hurley on the break. 
Polk fouled hard. Good foul there by Jacob Pierce in transition. Not allowing the shot to get off. Nothing dirty about it whatsoever. Yeah, we saw we saw a problem with transition defense in uh, Hudson against Dyball. So we just need to make sure we're you know not waiting too long offensively. We need right. to get back. That's what led to that foul. Pierce's first foul tonight. Obviously, uh, Dyball in the double bonus already. Hurley misses the front end of the free throw. Good foul. Two. Yeah, we'll take it. Would have been an easy layup. Now he's having to go to hopefully get something out of it. If anything, you've made the your free throw line trip 50% less efficient, right? Yeah. Hurley, though, misses both. Great foul. 30-26 rebound for Cooper out to Randall. Now the right side to Stotts. Attacking the right baseline. Floating layup is up off the glass. Jeffrey Stotts gets it to go. 30-28 now. Your score. Hudson's done a great job after to counter that early die ball run in the first quarter. So Polk works over to the left of Walls. Takes the three now in the corner. Villanueva with shots up off the front rim. Rebound by Cooper. Cooper now to Jacob Pierce. Two-point ball game opportunity to tie it here. Pierce crossover dribble. Fakes left, goes right. Works over to Cooper. Now to Randall. Randall attacking the basket. Floating layup is up by him. Yes! Yes, LeJavian gets it to go. 11 points. And Dybal going to football pass it down to Jamarcus Polk. That's the same. That's You've got to make a better call, call than that. You've got to make a better call than that. That's the same call they called down there. That's the same call. You've got to be consistent. Get a stinking clue about what a charge is. And as you can tell, I don't got to say much. <laughs> I don't got to say much. Hornet fans taking care of it for me here. First free throw by Polk is no good. We're tied up at 31-47 to go here in the second. Second foul of the game called against Jacob Pierce. Second free throw now for Polk. That one's up off the back iron. No good. Oh, and the foul caught against LeJavian Randall going for a rebound. Wow. I believe the foul should be caught against number 34, LeJavian Randall, is what they have. That'll send... That's tough. Whenever, whenever we got called for over the back, the guy that was over our back was yeah. going to get the draws the foul. It's just interesting. Uh, but when you come here, this is what you're going to get, and you know that already coming into it. You tied well, up at 30 apiece. You got to, you got to, you got to be able to withstand these kind of things. You know, your referees, the crowd. You've done a great job so far in this game to stick in, stick with it. So hopefully, this doesn't kill our momentum going into the halftime. 31-30. Covington makes the first free throw, second one coming. It's up and it's good, 32-30 now. Hornets down by two. Randall with it to Cooper. Cooper works to Jacob Pierce. We cross half court now to the right to Stotts, attacking the baseline. Floating layup is up by Stotts. Once again, same shot he made a second ago. Ties it back up at 32 apiece. Yeah, he's going to be big if he can hit those shots, especially in this press. Kadawa's thrown out there. Polk has it left corner. Dylan Weymouth skip pass back to Walls. Open right wing pump fakes. Pull up jumper. 15 feet right side. Off the glass. No good. Offensive board though for Dyball. And Dylan Weymouth able to, to convert. Dyball regains the lead by two. No. Over a minute to go here in the half. Cooper with it. Up the court now to Jacob Pierce. Pass tipped out of bounds though by Villanueva. 
And so it'll be Hornet basketball. Problem was how I started standing up. Whenever I started standing up, it's not good. It's all about superstition, <laughs> baby. Pierce trying to get it in. Does so to Randall. Now left wing. One minute to go. The pass to Johnson. Stolen by Hurley. Tipped over to Polk. Polk now left side layup is up. Uh. Good grief. Is that three on uh, Randall? That's going to be three now against LeJavian here in just the first half. Another block caught against the Hornets to no surprise. 25 fouls have been called so far in this first half. I'll tell you what, they're on a great pace, man. They're on a great pace. Seen worse, but only in a couple situations. So 34-32, Polk going to the line for two free throws. First one's up, and it's good. Back to a three-point game. Sometimes you just got to wonder what's, what's going to be the charge called, what's going to be the block called. <laughs> yeah. Not that that was a charge, should have been called, but if you if you base it off of what's been called this game, that was. That was. If you what ball has got a couple charges of the same exact thing. Second free throw is Mitch, rebound by Randall, and he'll come up the court on the right side beating the press. LeJavian now inside the paint. Draws a block against Hurley. That's a bogus call. Yeah. That's, I mean, just to, just to oh, not even against Hurley. It's going to be against number one, Khalil Covington. Um, this is just so. This is uh, incredibly interesting, Hallett. Referees, let him play. Let him play. I mean, it's simple. It's really. It's, it's not complex. The, the thought process behind it. Just let them play. Stop blowing the whistle every time we go down the court. It's been. It, it's been free throw game basically. Down the court, shoot a free throw. Down the court, shoot a free throw. Absolutely. Jabin makes the first twelve points for him now in the game. Second free throw is good as well. One point game, 45 seconds to go here in the half. Walls with the ball, left side works in the corner over to Dylan Weber. Pulls a three, bounces around but won't go in. Rebound by Johnson. Johnson now up the court, gets it to Randall. Randall though oh. couldn't quite handle it as he tried to make the transfer from the catch down to the dribble. Ball goes off, out of bounds. Turnover for the Hornets to be dive ball basketball. Ten turnovers so far in this first half. Now Walls dribbling up the court, working up to the left. He passed the Dillon away. Was tipped out of bounds though by Stotts. Inside oh. pass to Polk. Wow. Polk can't convert the, the, the reverse layup. Referee's talking to one of our guys, called the soft guard, and Polk able to convert on, on the uh, obviously easy opportunity there. Oh my gosh. You're terrible, man. You're, it's just flat out awful. 37-34, three-point game, and die ball. Covington picked up another foul. That's his third. But how it, you can't play much better defense than what he just did. Yeah, it's it's tough for him. He's got three fouls now going in this uh, second half, and he just got a, a bogus call, as you like to say. Yeah, uh, we'll take it as Hornets fans, but just but the call from a non-biased perspective. Like, yeah, this we'll is get awful it, on both sides. We're getting the same calls on both sides. This is terrible refereeing right now okay. by a couple of the guys. So 37-35 after Pierce makes the first. Second free throw coming, and it's up and good. One-point game once again, 14 on the clock here in the first half. Walls with it. Crossing half court, guarded by Randall, works his right to Hurley. Hurley back to Walls, left side. Five on the clock, down to four, down to three. Villanueva open, left corner three. He's dangerous. Air balls this one, though. Cooper recovers. And that does it for the first half. Hornets able to crawl back after being down by 11 in the first half. 
bring it within one. What a great game for the district championship here tonight at Die Ball High School. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk about it more uh, in the halftime show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. At the break, 37-36, Hornets down by one. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Make the move to First Bank and Trustees Texas Checking Services and Bank with confidence knowing that we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there is no monthly service fee if you open a simple e-checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees Texas. Member FDIC. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. We're here at the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Luck and our Hornets down by one after trailing, though, in the first quarter, Howard, by 11. We brought the game. Uh, we, incre- we got a 10-point. Uh, we took away a 10-point cushion. Yeah. So it's just a one-point game here at the half. Dabo came out strong there in the first quarter and got up to you know 10, 11-point lead. We were able to work our way back in it. One-point game right now. A lot of it's been free throws for both teams, scoring-wise. With Bible's 11 for 21 or 22, we're eight for 11. So that third, that second quarter was, you know, very our momentum kind of absolutely went in our helped. way. And there's there's a lot of storylines you could try to pick up on here in, in this game. Officiating is one. Not that it's necessarily been just yeah. poor against us. It's been poor against both teams. Yeah. Uh, but whenever you go in the first half and you have 27 foul calls, uh, the officials are, are way too involved, number one. They're not letting the action happen. You can't go down the court and back without a whistle being blown. Yeah. And it really disrupts the rhythm. This is going to be too good of a game in the second half for that to continue. Well, you, we're going to see in the second half a lot of players picked up three, four fouls. You know, Josiah picked up two quick ones. We didn't see him for the rest of the game. So our rest of the half. Yep. So I mean, this this second quarter or this second half, we're going to see you know a lot of these benches. How deep is ball? How deep are we? What can we do uh, offensively if we don't have some of our players? I think Javar, but I think best thing is Javarius. I don't think has picked up any fouls. Yeah, I think he's clear somehow, yeah. amazingly. So if he <laughs> I mean, because if you look at the wrong yeah. person the wrong way, it's going to be a foul. Well, I'm just saying, compared to like everybody else Absolutely. on the court, everybody at least has two. Right. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if you know our players can keep the composure, especially with all these foul calls. That's going to be tough, and if we can capitalize and on offense 
and see what Dybal can do with their own foul trouble and their own struggles right now. They're struggling from the free throw line. Do, do they start making free throws as the game carries on like it is right now? So it'll be interesting to see the second of, half. A lot of interesting storylines. Let's continue this talk when we come back of our break. This is the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Hornets trailing 37-36. It's been a good one here tonight at Dybal High School. So don't go anywhere. We'll break it down some more. This is Hudson Hornet Basketball here on The Nest. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the Children's Clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the Children's Clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. This is the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Our Hornets trailing by 137-36. So, Hal, we were just having a great conversation. It's going to come down uh, to bench depth. We have yeah. a lot of foul trouble all over the court. Fortunately for us, Cooper still hasn't picked up uh, his first foul, which is uh, a pretty good thing, right? Surprisingly, he's played pretty aggressive, too. So, we're... we're Clean in that department. Well, second best, arguably our best player is you know not in foul trouble. Right. When all of die ball, I think they only play about six or seven. They all have to be at least you know with one or two fouls. So hopefully we can capitalize on that. Keep attacking. Keep breaking this press. Once we once we got in rhythm there in the second quarter after yeah. we saw this press, we were getting easy layups. We were getting you know making shots, breaking with ease. That first that first half we were kind of caught off guard. I think is what happened. Yeah. Like, like you said, a deer in the headlights. We were caught off guard and it kind of surprised us. We picked up a couple cheap fouls down there. Decided you know, so yeah. we did a way better job there breaking the press. It'll be interesting to see if die ball with this foul trouble if if they stay in that press because they were they were able to capitalize there in the first quarter, but we'll see. Yeah, I think you're exactly right there. Coming into uh, the second half, first of all, I hope we see a shift in the officiating style. I hope yeah. we do because if, if we see a whistle being blown, first of all, we're 20-something fouls or 27 fouls, whatever we saw, I that's ridiculous. Game tonight. <laughs> I don't want to be here till midnight, so <laughs> that would make for a, a pretty stinking long drive. But here's what uh, I think we have to see. We're, gonna, we're going to see, first of all, the bench step. We're going to see yeah. uh, who can do what, who can step up in this big moment. Can Dieball has it easier right now. They're at their home court. They're familiar with the gym. Their bench, their role players can step up big our hornet players are going to have to find it within them to do that yeah it's going I to be, agree. it's going to be a, a a really big deal this is the for the district championship this is uh for, for seeding in playoff this is for the potential to make it past the second round into a third round of playoffs yeah. possibly to make and a so, run yeah 
We're going to so need winning this game tonight. Tonight starts playoffs essentially because every game is so important to us. Not that we're not going to make it, but if we want to have a, a, a fighter's chance of coming into it, uh, coming into the playoffs and making a pretty good run tonight, it's where it starts. And so I think Hornets overall, uh, there are some things defensively. Yeah, we didn't make good shifts, but how, how it's almost uh, hard to remember uh, yeah, specifically what happened because the, there was no flow to our there's game. There's no flow to the basketball game. It was you know foul, foul, foul. So we couldn't really see. Well, you know we're not working really well on you know backside uh, defense, or we're not working very well uh, transitioning wise. Because I mean the couple times I, I would say that we're not doing a great job transitioning because we picked up a couple fouls. But a lot of that is just like I can't tell because the game's not in any rhythm. Right. So it is definitely tough to see, and so we'll see what comes of it. Thanks for for joining us here at the halftime. We'll give you the advanced stats of the game, brought to you by Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group at the half. Lejavian Randall leads uh, the Hudson Hornets scores with 13 points, five rebounds for him uh, so far. Followed by Javaris Cooper and Jake Germany with five apiece. Jacob Pierce has six. Uh, Zach Pierce with three also has four fouls there in the first half, and then. Jeffrey Stotts has four. And so if you notice, uh, Josiah Gargas still uh, with a goose egg in the, in the scoring column. You figure that's probably going to change. Uh, you know yeah. that's going to change. And when uh, you know when Javarius and Josiah, they, whenever they just play up to their season average in points per game, however, 20 and 1 on the year. If we can see an so, average yeah. game come from Josiah, come and get his uh, Big 16, second half 16 here, yeah. point uh, four that he gets. I don't know how you get a point four in this game, <laughs> but you know if he can, he will. And so we'll see what comes of it. Don't go anywhere. This has been the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Hornets down by one second half coming your way in just a moment here on The Nest. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. Well, hello and welcome back. We're about ready to get things going here in the second half. Hornets still in the locker room. Uh, not figuratively speaking, but actually speaking, they're still yeah. in the locker room here. We're ready to get things going. I don't think they got the word uh, that halftime was nearing. Now they now they are out here about ready to get get on the court. And how I'll tell you what, we can't afford to have a slow third, third quarter start. No. A, a slow start could final, uh, finish us out and just make us be done. We've had some tough quarters in the past, you know, couple games where we just you know check out for a quarter, especially here in the third quarter. This has been a rough quarter for our team. So hopefully we can get off to a good start because this is the biggest game of the year. Hopefully our players are you know up for it, up and for excited, it, and excited to, for this challenge of win district. You know, I mean, we have I mean we have a district championship that we're fighting for, and we've got the next 16 minutes to do uh, just that. So now, start the clock. So 37-36, we're getting away. Chris Simmons, Tyler Zayer on the call with you tonight from Dyball High School. Happy to be with you here on the nesthutton.com. This should be an exciting third quarter, Absolutely. I feel. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's about to be good. Villanova with the ball, right wing, finds Hurley, right corner, threes up, short rebound by, by Josiah Gargas, who's back in the game. Up the court now to Randall, right side, cross-court pass to Stott, to left baseline, fakes it, goes to the basket, goes up, blocked, though, by Hurley. I think we got away with the double dribble this thing. Yeah, I think we did too. <laughs> what it looked like, I thought we got away with it. 
So Germany with it now inbounding for the Hornets, trying to get it in. Lobs it in, gets it to Cooper, just barely to the right now to Randall. Randall now to Gargis, right corner, dribbles towards the paint. Inside look, spin move to Cooper now. Ooh. Kicks it out to Stotts, though. Not on the same page. Ball went behind him. Turnover for the Hornets. It's 11 turnovers so far. After the first quarter, we did a lot better job with the turnover battle. Yeah, exactly right. So, so Walls with it now coming across half court. Goes to the right inside. Look to Hurley. Now back to, uh, to Covington. Inside layup. Well too strong. Wow. Blew the easy layup. Rebound for Germany. And the Hornets will come back on the attack. It's Cooper to the right now to Germany. Back to Gargas now outside the left wing. So Gargas now work it back over to Jeffrey Stotts. Takes a couple dribbles back up top to Randall and to the right to Germany. Germany fakes a three back up to Stotts. Still just being patient on the offense. Hornets are much better when we are patient like this. Cooper has it. Scooping layup is up in the paint. Stripped though by Hurley. Recovered by Dabal's Villanueva. Pass up the court though. Stolen by Gargas. Gargas nearly stripped though by Oh, I don't know. That's bad call. How is that not? How is that not Hudson basketball? They're calling Hudson. Okay. About to say he he pointed towards Dabal like there's no way like, it, clearly there's no, there's no doubt about it that yeah. the Walls tipped that one going out of bounds. So that's all right. We can all keep our sanity for at least one more possession. So Gargas to the right now to Jake. Jake looking to right elbow to Cooper, gathers himself, goes up, tough shot off the glass, but there's Javarius Cooper, and the Hornets now have their first lead of the entire game, 38-17 here in the second half. Walls now attacking the right baseline, scooping pass inside to Covington, and Dival regains it right back, said not so. Not uh, very not, long, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll take it with a couple seconds that we had it here, but right now you just want to stay uh, within reach. Uh, of this game, not let any run take it too far out. Yeah, get into the fourth quarter and let's just take care of it then. Want to keep it close. If you can get a good lead here in the third quarter, it'd be nice too, but I'm not going to complain too much about if we can keep it close. Germany open right wing three. That short offensive board for Stotts. Free throw line jumpers up. Perfect. Jeffrey Stotts, six points now on the night. Hornets will take it back. 40 to 39 is your score. Villanueva but now in the corner to Polk. Dribbling inside pass goes between the legs of Covington. Stolen by Randall on the break now. Lejavian goes up for the layup and he's fouled. First foul of the, game, uh, the second half. We played two and a half minutes without a foul being called. This one is against Chaz Walls. It's four on him at the point guard Walls. Wow. He's, he's a big time player for them. And Coach Hurley not going to uh, pull him out here. JV, no. Got to make the free throws. Misses the first one. Point of Basketball on the Nest is brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin, Dr. Dan Fuentes, Real Graphics, Pat Penn and Timber Country Real Estate, Sound Techs, First Making Trust East Texas, Shelton's Place, Grandos Baking Company, Chick-fil-A Southwest Crossing, and Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Second free throw is good for the JV and the Hornets now with the largest lead of their game, two points. <laughs> and now we come up with, the, with a steal on the press. Cooper with it inside the paint. Fakes right, goes left, goes up for the shot. Yes, Javarius Cooper. Gets that one to go, 43-39. I almost stood up, but how we're not doing well when I stand up. So Walls now coming across it, the timeline, gets inside the paint, in and out move. That's a charge. Oh, that's that's number five. That's number five. I mean, if, if the scorebook's right here, that is five. Is that correct? No, it's two. <laughs> what? What? Oh, how sad is that, Alan? I thought... Oh, my gosh. You can't trick us like that with the scorebook. <laughs> my goodness. So, anyways, 
Two fouls for Chaz Walls, not five. But hey, well, Javian doesn't care. He gets to the basket, goes up with a shot in front of the rim. 45-39. We're just going a good little run here in the third quarter. Polk spin move right baseline over the over the wow. final rim. Wow. That's an Very impressive nice shot. That's, that's about the best word you can say to describe it. <laughs> really off nice the spin. spin. So Gargas, yeah. Uh, Hornets proven us wrong about a slow third quarter starts here so far. Gargas right side elbow, hands it off to Cooper. Attacking inside the paint. Tough shot off the glass. Too strong. Gets his own board, though. Gathers it. Goes up. That one no good. A lot of contact. Nothing called. So Walls now will come back on the attack inside the paint. Kicks it over to left to Polk. Fakes the three. Goes inside the paint. He goes up for the layup. No block or charge called there, even though the tempo was taken, but got his own board and gets it to go 45-43. Looks like the refs maybe swallowed their whistle here in the second half. I sure hope they did, man. <laughs> hope they realized that we weren't on pace to get out of here until playoffs start. <laughs> so Gargas now working to the left to Cooper. Up top to Germany. Fakes the three. Back to Josiah. Open left corner. It's up. Yes! Good. Yes, Josiah Gargas, first three points of the game, 48-33. 43, pardon me, Polk now inside the paint, trying to break the press, and once again, another tough shot from Jamarcus Polk is, is able to fall. Three-point game. We got to do a better job on him, especially in transition. He's an excellent player, making tough layups. So Gargas now with it, works to the left to Stott. Stott's looking on the inside, bounce pass to Cooper. Cooper, double spin, moves out of it, though. Goes up for the shot. He's fouled by Jamarcus Polk. How long is he going to let him ride him like that, Howard? Just going to let him keep talking, I guess. Third guess foul. Works. So three now for Jamarcus in the game. Three team fouls to none for the Hornets. Cooper's first free throw is up. And it's good. Cooper, Cooper now ten points on the night. Almost right at season average. Makes uh, this next free throw when he's there. Very strong third quarter for him. I'll tell you what, he's done a heck of a job tonight, having to carry a lot of the load. He hasn't checked out or anything. He's been in the whole time. Javarius does make both free throws, so 50-45 to 45 your score. Hornets up by five, playing for a lot here tonight at Ball High School. Polk with it. To Villanueva, now back to Polk. A little hot potato action happening. Near the extended elbows. Now back to Jamarcus, pulls a deep three, it's up. Made a couple in the first half, but not this time. Rebound for Javarius. Cooper now out to Germany on the break. Germany scooping layup. Left side, no good. Ball loose, recovered by Covington. Covington out to Villanueva, and Dabal's coming on the break. To Sias, haven't got to see him much tonight. Hand off to Hurley. Jumper's up, floating, no good. Offensive board. Dabal inside the paint. Kick out. Back to Villanueva. And a three-second call against Khalil Covington. So at least, hey, we got the same call against us in the first half. Yeah. They're being consistent with it. It's all you ask for from your referees. Just be consistent. Just let us know what the rules of the game are, and we'll go play it. So Gargas now across his half court, crossover dribble, fakes right, uses the screen now from Cooper, pull up, jump, uh, fakes the jumper, trying to make the pass out to Stotts. Stotts not able to recover it. Now Jamarcus Polk on the break, left-hand layup after the turnover for the Hornets. So 50-47, Cooper up the left side. He fakes right, goes left, and draws a block. Be Against four. number 10, Jamarcus Polk. That's going to be four. That's going to be huge. He is. Golly. I don't know. I, he's just riding the official. Official not going to blow his whistle on him, though. I know. No, I, I, I high school players with that. Let him treat you like that. So now Gargas has it left corner. Three. Tough shot off the short. 
Part of the rim, offensive board for Germany. Over to Randall. What a feed! What a feed! Down low for JV and Randall getting that one to go. The football pass from Dybal goes uh, nearly out of bounds, recovered by Gargas. Gargas now spinning out of it. Top of the key, Hornets up by five. Gargas works left. Over to Randall. Back to Stotts. 150 to play here in the third. Hornets have finally taken the lead here, and we're up by five. Cooper has it. To Randall up top. Back to Gargas on the left, looking for the post entry. Gargas drives baseline, goes up strong, draws contact. Decide Gargas going to go to the line for two after not seeing him score in the first half. This is what you expected to see him be very aggressive and force the issue, and it paid off for the Hornets just then. Yeah, got a good foul. He saw the mismatch him out on the perimeter and took it to the basket, able to draw the foul. It's five fouls on die ball so far, a zero for us. That scares me, though, Howard, <laughs> because you know they're going to try to balance it out. Gargas first free throws up, and it's good. Four points for him now in the game. 137 to play in the third. Score 52-40, uh, pardon me, 53-47 if I'm right. Polk's going to check out for Walls. Walls is going to come in. We He's, thought he already fouled out. thought he already fouled out. But, but, yeah, we couldn't be that fortunate. <laughs> Gargas second free throw. That's good as well. 54-47. Minute and a half to go. Walls with it right side. We actually saw Walls take a lot of leadership whenever Polk came out at home. Uh, yeah. Starting some runs and answering a lot of big questions. Now Polk, Harley has it. Wow. What a three there by Kevin Hurley Jr. Keeping die ball right back in the game. 54-50. Stotts has it. One dribble. Finds Randall. Randall crossover dribble. Gets in the paint. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know there's going to be a charge. But that might actually be the first. That's four on Randall. Seven charges in total being called. Don't know if there were actually seven charges in the game, <laughs> but uh, fourth foul now against Lejavian on the attack. So Walls backdoor look to Hurley kick out the building away, but left wing back to Hurley hit one won't take a three, three this time inside to Covington shot from the left block no good offensive putback though by Chaz Walls it is back to a two point game 54-52. Randall up the court now. To Jeffrey Stotts. Wow, what a layup! What a layup, what a layup there by Jeffrey Stotts. 56 52, eight, for, eight points for him now on the game. He's had a strong game, and if he can keep this up, we'll have, we can win this game for Hudson and win district. Left corner, up top, now to Walls. Well, Javion, you better be careful, bud. Right corner, the way. The ball goes out of bounds. Turnover for Dieball. Careless passes resulting in the turnover. We'll take it. Jacob Pearson on check in for Javian now. So 29 points, 18 points, or 16 points, 18 points. Wow. Yeah. What a game for him. Had 21 last time against Dival. So seeing him do this tonight, that's pretty fantastic. 56-52, 20 seconds on the clock. Gargas with the ball near half court. Works to Cooper, left wing. Now to Germany top. Back to Jake. Now to Josiah looking for the post. Gargas received a screen, though, from Cooper instead. Gargas attacking left baseline, fakes the shot. Now he's trapped, kicks out to Germany. Five on the clock, four. Down to three. Stotts will pull open. Three-pointer! Oh, oh. Just rolled around, but no good. You're full of it. Cooper caught with an over-the-back call there at the end of the quarter. Going for the rebound. Didn't quite see it, but that's only his first. Not going to hurt the Hornets. Second team foul against us in, in the quarter. So don't go anywhere. We've got incredible district basketball happening tonight. 56-22. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. 
Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simply Checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back here in the fourth quarter. I'm being forced to stand up. Hornet fans standing up. Look, there's nothing I can do about it. If I'm standing up, it's going to cause them to lose the game, then what's just going to happen? But I'll tell you what, I don't think I'll be a factor in this one, Howard. <laughs> Chris Simmons, Howard Zayer on the call with the night here in the fourth quarter. Scores 56-52. Hornets up by four. It'll be Hudson basketball to start off here in the fourth. Gargas going across half court. Ooh, we got away with a carry yeah, there. we did. Cooper with it up top now to Germany. Germany kick out to Gargas. Open, left corner three. It's up. Good. It's good. Eight points now for Josiah. 59-52. So Wall's coming back in a hurry for the Jacks. Hudson in the 3-2 zone. Right corner, Hurley has it. Back up and then reverse around the perimeter. Size with it now back to Hurley. Got to stay close to him. He's already hit two threes tonight. Now skip past the walls. He'll take a three, and he'll make a three. 59-55. Cooper on the inbounds, working against the press break. Ball nearly stripped, recovered, though, by Gargas. Offensive ah. foul caught against Josiah there. Yeah, he, he lowered his shoulder. He did. Trying to create space. Yeah, he got a little chat there, trying to force his own way out of it, and got, got caught for it. 7-12 to go here in the fourth, 59-55. Not sure what the... Got to go in the four-court press here. I, love, I like to see the mix up here. We haven't seen it seen it at all, really, this game. Now Sides coming across the court. Works his left to Covington. Kick out to Villanueva. Got to look for that skip pass as Hurley's just waiting in the corner for this three. Walls pump fakes on the left baseline. Goes up for the shot after... Faking the three, gets it to go, 59-57. Got to put a hand in his face. Contest his shots. He's a good scorer, and he's one of the better passers probably in the district. Pierce, spin move, finds Cooper up the court to his right to Stotts. Floating layup is up, and he's fouled. Jeffrey Stotts fouled, going to the line for two. We've seen him attack the basket all night, and he's done yeah. it really, really well. He has uh, 11 points or 8 points? 8 points for the night, and they've all been from him attacking the basket, especially on that baseline. Done a great job of uh, drawing fouls and getting to the line, too. Absolutely. First free throw from Stock is good. Every free throw is so big. Nine points for him now on the game. And, how as we were saying, this game is huge. It's it's a uh, three-point game right now with all sorts of playoff implications yeah. and district championships and, and, and second and third round and playoffs with possibilities. We'll see what comes from it, but this is a very important game. Stotts makes both and gets in double digits now with his 10th fourth of the game. Easily the biggest game of the season. Absolutely. So Walls working inside to Covington. Nearly stripped. Covington able to recover. Goes up left side. Fouled by Cooper. The way things are going, normally you wouldn't want to see that be called a foul, but you knew that one was coming. That was like a yeah. no-brainer. Uh, somebody jumped up in the air, so automatically there's going to be yeah, a foul call. You can't bring your arm down either. He he was trying to go for the block, right. and even if he didn't touch him, they're going to call every time they see that arm going down. Yeah. The rest is going to call that. So Covington's first free throw is good. Hornets, you know, doing a good job tonight, leading by three, largely in part to our free throw execution on our end, 15-19 overall. Covington's 
Second free throw is too strong off the back iron. Rebounded by Gargas. Gargas then fouled by Covington. And that will send us to the one and one. And we'll take Josiah Ben on the line if that's how it's going to happen the rest of the game. Yeah, he shoots 75%, our best free throw shooter. If he can, you know, make these and extend our lead from a two-possession game with six, six minutes left, it will mean a lot for our Hornets. Khalil Covington with four fouls now here in the game. That is a legit four fouls. It's not like yeah. earlier a false alarm <laughs> just because of the scoreboard being wrong. But Gargis front end of the one-on-one is good. Five points for him. Nine points for him, pardon me. On the game, 62-58. Nine points in this half. Nine, yeah, all nine <laughs> in this half. Hey, he's nine points away from his average, or seven points away from his average. And when Cooper and Gargis get their average, you know what? Good things happen. Second free throw is good for Josiah as well. 63-58. Four Hornets now in double digits tonight. Lob pass over. That's uh, enough. No timeout. Timeout called by Dybal there uh, as soon as they cross half court. And so with 6.26 to play, 30-second timeout taken. We'll take a break as well. Five-point game in favor of your Hornets here on the Nest. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back, 63-58, 626 to play here in the fourth. It'll be die ball basketball after the timeout they've taken. Villanueva with the ball, right corner to Sias. Sias hasn't been much of a factor here, Howard, no. after, after seeing him play so strong there in the home game against us. Yeah, he had a couple big threes for uh, die ball there and, and at Hudson. Walls, we haven't seen him very much in exactly. this game. Walls to Hurley Jr. for the left corner three. Well short rebound by Germany, and Gargas will walk it up now. Under six to play. So Gargas now to Cooper, left wing up top now to Jake. Jake back to left to Gargas. He's open, but he fakes the three, attacks it off the dribble. Now kicks back out to Germany. Cross-court pass will reverse it. Pierce has it. Right wing. Back to Jake. Fakes the three. Now he'll take a basket. And a charge called. You knew it was going to be called. Yeah, you knew that call was going to be made. I don't think his feet were set, but he did take the contact. I thought thought he slid into it. Yeah, Uh, he did take the contact. He didn't fault that time. Jared, how many charges today? Nine charges. Have you ever seen that many charges? I don't think I've seen that many charges called in a game since Lewis Medina played. <laughs> Good old Medina. Sixty-three <laughs> 53-58, 5.30 to play here in the fourth. Right corner, Villanueva has it for die ball. Cross court past the walls. Now left corner to Hurley. Fakes the three, attacks the baseline, goes up inside the Covington. Shot from in front of the rim is good. Three-point game. Covington's been playing with four fouls for a while. Yeah, he has. Pierce trying to get it in. Does so to Germany. Back to Pierce now. Dybal having a little bit of light pressure. Pierce goes up the right sideline, trying to get by Walls. Does so, finds Stotts, right corner three. It's up and good. Absolutely. Jeffrey Stotts knocking it down, 66-60. to 60. It's a big game for him so far. He's got 13. So Walls now working over to the right to Villanueva. In the corner to Hurley, back to Villanueva. Up and in the move, trying to make the pass to Sias, stolen by Germany. Up the court, lobs it. Wide open, Josiah Gargas left hand. Layup, absolutely again. 
68-60, eight-point game. Hornets really picking it up here. Momentum swinging our, in our, uh, our favor right now. Let's finish this last four minutes strong. Right side, Wallace has it to sides. In the corner, Villanueva dribbles up, trying to make the post injury pass. Does so to Covington. Back outside, Villanueva. ball not doing much on the offensive end. Jamarcus Polk going to check in here. The next step ball, that's a big deal for ball. Cross-court pass from Hoey to Villanueva. Three! Got it! The answers. It seems like every time. Every single time the senior able to make an answer. 68-63 pass from Cooper uh, to Jacob Pierce. It's complete. Now up the court. Going up for the shot. Let's see if we count the basket. Pierce made the layup on the block. We'll see what's going to be called. Count the bucket. Got a boy. And one opportunity now for Jacob Pierce. 70-63, your score. Hornets up by seven. Their largest lead of the game. Howard, we might just be able to pull this off. Yeah, with four minutes left and the don't want to jinx seven-point game. Uh, a lot of a lot of Dabal's players in foul trouble. I mean, we have we're playing with foul trouble too, but a lot of their key players playing with foul trouble. Polk hasn't played the whole fourth quarter. Put that yeah. in perspective. That's until just now. He just checks in. Pierce completes the three-point opportunity. 71-63, nine for Jacob Pierce in the game. So now it's Walls, left wing, attacking, kick out the sides. Left corner, it's up, short. Offensive board, though, for Walls. Goes up, down low. His shot rolls off the front rim, tipped by Germany, recovered by Stotts. Up the court now, Gargas has it. Draws oh, that's, contact. That's going to be 10 on Polk. I mean, <laughs> 5 on Polk. Is it? I thought it only had 3. No. That, that's 5. That's 5. Jamarcus Polk got literally two possessions. One, one offensive yeah. possession, one defensive possession in, and now he has to check out the best player, hands down, for die ball. is now checked out of the game with five fouls, and Gargas going to the line for two free throws. The Hornets have every chance right here to take this game and to take district championship. Yeah, they, they got we got the lead. We're playing without die ball's best player, arguably, on the court. It's going to be a big three minute or four minutes here to end this game. We're already in bonus. Yeah, we're already yeah. in bonus. Soon to be in double bonus. So just let's just finish this game off strong to win district. Absolutely, Gargas. Now free throw line. Now mathematically, we won't actually clinch district, but we do have to. All we have to do is win one of our last two games, and it, it will be clinched at that point. But we all know that this is the game right here yeah. that, that's going to decide Who, it. So the winner of this game is going to win district, and there's no doubt in my mind. 72-63, your score after Gargas makes the first, second free throw. About to be on the way, but another ball got loose on the court. I think that was the. the I think that was the result of. I'm not sure of. Uh, a kid or a student or whatever, but yeah. it did roll on the court. Hornet basketball in the nest is brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin, Dr. Dan Fuentes. Real Graphics, Pat Penn and Timber Country Real Estate, Soundtex, First Bank and Trust, East Texas, Shelton's Place, Grando's Baking Company, Chick-fil-A, and Brad Moore with the Advanced Financial Group. Second free throw is good for Gargas. Now with 14, all coming here in the second half. Ten-point ball game. Villanueva with a right corner to Hurley. Cross-court pass nearly stolen. Recovered, though, by Walls. Inside the paint. Ball goes out of bounds. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's about to screw this thing up. This ref's about to screw it up. He's going to call a block against Jeffrey Stotts. I guarantee it. Watch. Because there's no way it's a block, but he's going to call it because the guy ran into Stotts after the play. The ball was already out of bounds whenever he blew the whistle, but let's see what happens. Red ball. Let's go. Nope. He's going to do it. You called it. You called it. Come on. That's a tough Come on, break. Man. That's tough. That's a huge break for Dybal there with a the four possession. Got to keep their head here. They're up by 10. We don't want to blow it. 
despite being mad about a call. Villanueva has it. Left wing three off the inbounds. He'll probably hit it, but doesn't hit this, though. Wow, we'll take it. And Jacob Pierce fouled going for the rebound by Chaz Walls. Twenty, 21 fouls now for die ball here this game. Jacob Pierce going to the line. Going to go for two. Double bonus now for the Hornets. And Hallett, this, this is what you want to see them do in a close situation, a close game. We've been through a, a heck of a pre-district schedule. Yeah. A lot of tough, t- lot of tough teams, and you do it for this right here. Yeah, the whole season's came to this game, and the Hornets have come out big so far. Hopefully we can finish this last three minutes of this game and win. I mean, take, just, just got to win. You, you, know. just, you just, just got to win now. You have the lead. Play with the lead. Play to, play to your strengths. Play good defense. Get a couple more stops, and this game's over. Absolutely. Pierce now second free throw is up, and that one's good. 74-63, 11-point ball game with three and a half to go here in the fourth for a good one from Ball High School. It's Chris Simmons and Howard Zayer with you on the air tonight. Hurley has it left corner three for Ball. Wow! How did they do it? I'm not quite sure, but he knocks it down from the left corner, and Ball able to answer every run from the Hornets all season long. But Jeffrey Stasso coming right back on the attack. Finishes with the right hand, 15 points for him now in the game. So now it's Walls, left wing, dribbles out, kicks it over to Villanueva, outside to Sias. He'll pull a right corner three, it's up, off the back iron, ball loose, who's going to grab it? Chaz Walls will, and finds Sias. Sias now to the right to White, pulls a left-handed three, up, air ball. But Hurley comes down with the offensive board. He's floating out of control, oh, just, uh, and Gargas called with a loose ball foul there. Just let him play, that's too good of a possession. He just interrupted the flow of. That's rough, but that does send ball to the one-on-one now. That's not what you want to see as a Hornet fan. You don't want that clock to stop. You want that clock to keep running, especially if they're getting points. You want to see it run down as low as it will go to hit those triple zeros uh, with you having the lead. So size first free throw, the one-on-one opportunity is good. They're going to get the watch White here on, on the on the rebound going for it. Hopefully the officials are seeing this because he's if he does the early. same thing. Oh, yeah, he's jumping early, but also he's shoving Javarius every single time from the block, and we'll see what happens. Not that time, though. Both free throws made by Sias. Hornets will inbound against the press, 76-68. Jacob Pierce coming up up the right part of the court. Out to Gargas, and Hornets can go into spread. I love when coach calls spread. It's just nerve-wracking, man, to have to do it. As a postman, you didn't have to execute the play a whole heck of a lot. But as a guard, you feel, especially for me, I was not that great of a dribbler anyways. You feel all sorts of pressure uh, with the ball that you can really screw something up. On the attack, Pierce draws the foul against number 23, Jamarcus White. His free throws are big here. Third foul against him now. and, And Pierce, every free throw, every free throw counts. First free throw coming now from Jacob. Bounces around but won't go in. Eight-point game, and I would hate it for us to be so good in the free throw line early on in the game that uh, that now we just start slipping and let the game go away because of this. Yeah, it's crazy because other games it's been the opposite. We usually capitalize on those free throws at the end of the game. We're not very good there in the right. middle. Beginning in the middle. Pierce makes the second throw. Nine-point game, 77-68. Walls trying to get to the basket. High-arching floater. No good rebound by Cooper. Cooper under the basket, nearly stripped, able to get it out to Germany. Now to Gargas. Gargas will slow it up, crosses half court. Get out of that corner. Cross court pad now to Germany. Germany, he'll drive, kicks it out to Pierce, right corner, letting the clock run. Good fake pat. He he faked me on that, thought that was going to Cooper. We got it over to the other side to to Gargas. Gargas trying to draw contact, nothing called. 2.08 to play. 
Dogs now attacking. Goes up. Foul hard. Won't get the and one opportunity, but he will be going to the line for two. Capitalize on these free throws, and in this game with two minutes left and a ten-point lead, it'll be hard for die ball unless they come down here and yeah. start making some shots. Which, hey, listen, we've seen die ball come down and hit three after three. Yeah. It was a seven-point game with ten seconds to go at our place. They brought it within two in that span, so I'm not saying anything. We saw ja- we saw Jasper do it just the other night. Exactly right. We saw both teams do that, so anything is possible. Gargis makes the first free throw, 15 points from him. One more point, and technically, Howard, if you look at the numbers, we've cinched the game. (laughs) If you look at the trends, that is. And Gargis does make it, 16 points now for him. 79-68, 11-point ballgame. Hornets going to jump into a press. Try to bounce pass from Walls to Villanueva. Out of control. Cooper just got pushed. Nothing called, though. And the Hornets have to cross half court. Gargis. Hands it off over over Javarius. Back to, to Gargas. 148. Gargas now has a count. Has to start dribbling. Does so. Crossover. Works back to Cooper. Cooper fakes left. Goes right. Now gets to the basket. Fakes the, Goes up for the layup. And he's fouled. Going to the line for two. And once again, we have more chances for free throws. And they get so important here towards this part of the game. Yeah, I think Dabal's just kind of got lazy. They lost all their momentum. Lost all their... Uh, the fans are giving up. They're yeah, walking out the gym they, tonight. They just, you know, a couple of these fouls in the last two minutes have just been, you know, lazy fouls. Absolutely. One free throw now from Cooper is good. 80 to 68. Hornets never lost a game when scoring 80 points. You're not going to lose many when you score 80 points. <laughs> but now with Cooper and Gargas, it improves us to 21 and 0 whenever they get their season, season averages. Second free throw from Cooper is good as well. 81 to 68. Hornets now got to play smart defense. Don't give up anything easy, but do not stop that clock yeah, or anything. Do not foul. Size to Villanueva. Deep three. Bounces around the rim. No good. Rebound by Gargas. Just got to let the clock die down. So Pierce now to Cooper. Die ball's, die ball's pretty much giving their trap now. As I say, they're giving up their trap. <laughs> Cooper able to make the pass over to Germany. Now to Pierce. Now back to Jake. Goes up for the shot. Oh, I don't know why was it a foul. Did you not see a foul? What in the world? I don't know. Like, there was no even hustle. And they just slapped the hands. I mean, regardless, Zach Pierce not going to check back into the game for the Hornets. And Coach Rob Pearson going to take a timeout with 107 to go in the fourth. Hornets leading 81-68. And for all practical purpose, the district championship game here tonight. Don't go anywhere. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Real Graphics is the place for your next show idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. Welcome back. Score 81-68, 105 to play here in the fourth. Hornets get it in after the timeout. Gargis with it. 
Just working the spread offense. Got it. Wow. Good grief. Riding Gargas hard there. Finally got the foul call. So Josiah going to go to the line. Opportunity for two more. Already has 16 points uh, in the game. All in the second half. All in the second half. What a game. What a second half for him. He got two quick ones in the first. Didn't see him the whole rest of the game. And comes in and plays. It's, you know, from the reigning MVP of the district. Comes in and plays like that. Absolutely. Gargas makes the first free throw. Nine of nine now. From, and here's the thing: when Gargas is making free throws, it makes his. It's, it, that's where half his scoring production yeah. comes from. Every game, he's got to make his free throws, and he's done it tonight, and he's done really well. He gets to the line a lot of times because he's just aggressive off the dribble and gets to the basket. Ten of ten now after making that one. 83-68 your score. So just about all but over. Walls with it to the right to size. Fakes the three back to Villanueva now. Dabal just trying to work it around. They're letting way too much clock go off. They're wanting a chance to come out and win this game. So size now deep, six-foot deep three-pointer air ball. Rebound by White. White goes up under the basket. No good. Walls with the putback. He's fouled, though, by Cooper under the basket. Hate to see that that clock stop, but that's three now for Javarius. All happening here in in this uh, first half. Oh, they call against Stotts? They call against Stotts. That'll be his fourth, not Cooper. Walls' first free throw is up, and it's good. So, Howard, this is impressive. This yeah. is really impressive. Very impressive win. Came out strong and uh, really got earned this win. You know, they had to fight this whole game. They had to fight down, you know, foul trouble, being down early on the road. Oh, yeah, down by 11 at the end of the first. Yeah. And able to roar back. Really did a good job of just getting back in this game. And then now we're up by 13 and look like we're going to win district. Look like we're going to win district and just a great game from this team. This is what you like to see, especially come down to the end of the season. Hopefully this momentum can carry through you know, the next two games in district and then in playoffs and get on a little run. How they did it. They're holding it out here. We got 10 seconds on the clock. Now on the eighth, down to seven. Victory, uh, victory hug, celebrations being given, much respect being shown on the court. And that does it, folks. 83-70. to 70. Hornets win by 13 here on the road at Dive Ball. And for all intents and purposes, now we were one win away uh, from any of our last two games from Clinton the District Championship. Don't you dare go anywhere. We'll talk with Hornets coach Rob Peterson when we come back from the break. Break it down. Give you all the advanced stats of the game. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nets. Real Graphics is the place to bring in your next shirt idea. Our creative